You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first segment, Nani joins Orlando. Me, I join Orlando City because I am Nani. That's what everybody needs to know. Also, we talk about the future of U.S. soccer, the future of the Confederations Cup, the Gold Cup, a 58-team playoff. I don't know. Who knows anymore? But uh, And also, more Jonathan Lewis love slash hate, and we try to figure out what's going on with him. Yeah, in the second segment, we talk to Cal Martino. That's right. He spills all the tea on what happened during the campaign. Pain. He talks about all that real stuff. We have a great conversation with him at the United Soccer Coaches Con- uh, Conference, and we're finally putting that out. So we got that and more on this episode of the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Good. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I hope you had a lovely President's Day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, a very important holiday. I hope yeah. you, maybe you bought a new Volvo. Who Air knows? quotes. <laughs> you know? Because every president is great. Every single one. No one has ever done anything bad. <laughs> we got to celebrate each and every one <laughs> equally because they're all so good. You know, they, maybe some blemishes occasionally with a little bit of slavery here, slavery there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But There's what, a couple, couple uh, dings in the armor, <laughs> you know? But you know what? We, you in know, fact, some of them are so bad they wouldn't have said dings, you know? They would have went the other way. <laughs> no, you know, that, that was so long ago. Who knows? Uh, nobody even remembers any of that stuff. Presidents. <laughs> Day. <laughs> Welcome uh, to your favorite soccer podcast, everybody. Hello, we are the Cooligans. Yeah, uh, baby. My name is Christian Polanco. Yeah, my name is Alexis Guerreros. Uh, we are your favorite stand-up comedians out in New York City at the top of Madison Square Garden. The tip of the top. That hosts the funniest soccer podcast that you have ever listened to. Mm-hmm, but it ain't just that. Not that exclusively. Nah. What else is it, Alexis? It's a couple other things, but right after being... Being the funniest, and some would say right adjacent to it, <laughs> we just so happen to be the gulliest That's soccer podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, this is the this is the realest uh, soccer podcast. It's the trillest, the we're trillest. the trillest <laughs> soccer podcast that you're gonna yeah. listen to. Uh, I can hear. Our white fans frantically te- uh, googling what trill means. You can like, hear uh, the uh, the white fans asking to speak to their manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can hear them wondering right now: Am I allowed to say trillist? <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Yes, oh, what's uh, up? I we're we're back in studio because I, I was not uh, I was not here last week. I That's was right. uh, I was uh, away. I was abroad. In uh, <laughs> hey, have some respect for the. Li- oh, you were. That's right. You were. Actually, you weren't abroad. You I were was transitioning. Domestic. Okay, I was abroad for a week. <laughs> you were domestic. That's not abroad. I uh, abroad from New- every. You know, look. I once I leave this from, zip from the code, Republic of New York. Once I leave this zip code, all right, I don't understand yeah. how anything works out here. What do, What do the 
these foods you, you guys are eating. The Republic of Dominicana <laughs> de Nueva York is where Christian lives. That's right. Uh, no, I was in Colorado. Uh, great time. I had an absolute blast. It's hard to not have a good time in Colorado. They've pretty much legalized fun. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, and I did partake in the fun a little like, bit. Do you uh, want to go skiing? Well, do it completely impaired, bro. <laughs> also, there's a chips at the bottom of the hill. What? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man, I got to get there. Uh, no, the snowboarding was great. Vail was great. Uh, I, t- I was talking about it a little bit last week. But Denver, I, I got – so when, when I spoke to you, I was in Vail. But when right. uh, when um, I, I got when I went to Denver and Denver was so. But then fun. you got deported because you're brown out of Vail. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, look, I th- those are the rules. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to follow the rules. They yeah. said it was a national emergency once I got to Vail. They were, yeah. <laughs> Trump was like, "We got to get him out of here." <laughs> right. The People's Republic of Vail were like, "We can't have it. We just can't have it." So, uh, but Denver was really really fun, and I'm glad while I was in Denver, whenever I got an opportunity to to speak to someone about the Colorado Rapids or just MLS in general, first, they didn't know what I was talking about. Of course not. I was going to say, did anyone know what you were talking about? They're like, he's speaking in tongues, this but people, one. Some people knew. Some people had been like, I had, I've never been to a game. Uh, but when I was um, uh, getting the rental car, the the guy that was helping with the car, he was like, oh, he, I was wearing an NYCFC hat. And he was like, uh, oh, is that uh, New York Red Bulls? I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't yeah, <laughs> it's blue and a different logo. I'm like, wow, what a, I mean, you were fairly close, I guess, but I feel like you should have, you should have not said that. Like, yeah. maybe how'd it, you figure that out, buddy? <laughs> so, how did you put two and seventeen together? <laughs> but. I told him he. I was like, "Hey, you you should go to a Colorado Rapids game." He's like, "No, I've never been." And he was just like, "No, nah, man, I've never been yeah. to one." <laughs> what? <laughs> you drive. <laughs> so, but but, uh, but then he was like, "My son has been to a game, but I've never been." So I'm like, "All right." Well. He's like, "We disowned him." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Dude, I'm like, "Okay, do you know who your son is? Do where is your son right now?" Uh, <laughs> do you know who your son is? That's, a, that's perfect. But uh, he was like, "You know what? I think I'm just might- playing James Taylor the whole." <laughs> He said, he was like, oh, I think I might actually go to a game. And I was like, uh, we had a conversation about it and stuff like that. Told him about MLS a little bit. Uh, cooligans and everything. And That's pretty dope. So I, th- I did I did my job, everybody. I think I'm doing better than the other Colorado Rapids fans getting people to Colorado Rapids games. Yeah. I mean, you're doing, you're doing uh, uh, special work. <laughs> so uh, that was fun. How, how was your week without me? Uh, lonely. Okay. Uh, I only got to talk to you on the phone. It was weird. I kept I kept putting my hand up against the window. Uh, put my hand up against the rain. It was fun. Uh, you know, just doing stand up, trying to do as much, uh, doing all these auditions. Now that it's a uh, pilot season, that's right. Uh, and uh, not getting anything, which is pretty dope. That's uh, hey man. That's yeah. a, I mean, I, I went for there was about three years. I was auditioning for commercials. I remember I I booked the second commercial I auditioned for, which just set you up for which I was sadness. Like, that that is. It, I'm gonna be <laughs> so now I just start getting all of them. Yeah, okay. Where's my Super Bowl ad? Yeah, uh, and then audition after audition after, and nothing, nothing, not a callback. Yeah, a couple callbacks here and there, but yeah, it was rough. I did, I've gotten a few callbacks, one of them was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, nonetheless, whatever, you know, just doing my own thing. You, you did, know? you did a show just recently for uh, I wish you would have mentioned it last week, but the, the Cuba. Oh, uh, that's right, we did a show to well, it was sold out. So, okay, okay. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, we did a show to benefit. We we saved Cuba. You saved Cuba. I saved Cuba, guys. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't have to kill a Castro. I want everyone to know I will. <laughs> I, you just let me know. You would. You will or you would? No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I you, really, you really, you really. Oh, no, just... <laughs> it's in my plans. I put it in my 
my calendar. I think it's premeditated at this point. <laughs> yeah. I put it in my calendar. I will. I'm not going to tell you the day, but I will. You know, it'll be a surprise for yeah. everybody. <laughs> no, I, I would. Remember that Scarface when he's like, is he a communist? I kill a communist for fun. Yeah, remember he said that? When they were all in there? That's how I feel about a catcher. Anyway, uh, so uh, there's, a, there's a group called... Uh, I forget the name of the group. Oh, uh, Caritas Cuba. Okay. And they, they're they uh, sending money to all the people that were uh, decimated during the hurricane there. Only six people died. It wasn't like, you know, like a Maria level. But if you've ever seen photos of what the infrastructure in Cuba is like, yeah. you know, it too looked, hard of a rainfall and there's building sure. collapsing. It, it yeah. looks like there's a hurricane every week. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> it's bad. You're like, so was there a bombing here recently? And they're like, no, that's how the buildings look since 1987. Yeah. So we did, a, we did a fundraiser. It was cool. All Cuban comics. Okay. You know, uh, some of them were only a quarter Cuban. But what, we, are you, why did you have to point that out? We were, cobbled were, them together. Were you mad at them? Because one of them is Mike Brown. <laughs> oh, Mike Brown is, is a quarter His grandmother's Cuban. Cuban. All right. That's great. Yeah. All right. That changes everything. Now that, I like him. That's literally what I said to him. <laughs> I go, this is why I like you, my guy. But uh, yeah, so it was cool. It was cool to see just people coming together to, to save Cuba. I came out. I made a Puerto Rican flag joke. It crushed. And I was like, these are my people. <laughs> Finally. I feel like I'm at Thanksgiving. That's it. If we had a, we had a, a show uh, of all the, where all the, uh, the audience was Cuban MLS fans. Well, that's it. it oh would my just, God. You would just be in your wheelhouse. Oh, me and those four people would just be enjoying <laughs> ourselves. Me and Ozzy Alonzo's family <laughs> would be having the best time. No, uh, every time uh, you're you're like uh, Monica would be a Samuel Fidel after yeah, every punchline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if it doesn't hit. Yeah. I'd be like, and then uh, the cupcake. No laughing. I'm like, somebody go for that. And they're like, ah, that's my hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody took. If you guys don't know what hamburger, hamburger is a comic who wore like a suit and almost kind of like a cowboy hat. It was like a blend between a fedora sure, and a cowboy sure. hat. It was like a ten dollar, ten gallon hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he would, a uh, black dude, and he would sometimes have a newspaper in his hand, and he'd smack it up against his leg. Or at the end of every, at the end of every punchline, he would just go hamburger, <laughs> and that was it. And that he was, was it. Still a funny comic, but he would had this stupid thing. So now he's kind of like him and Chucky Ducky quack quack. <laughs> Those are the two that are my favorite. Sure. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Shucky, Ducky, Ducky Quack, 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 and you will be amazed. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can uh, shed light on these important yeah. uh, comedic figures. These icons. <laughs> but somebody took, remember Trump tweeted Hamburger? Yes. Somebody took an old set of his and replaced Hamburger with Hamburger. <laughs> it was so stupid. Uh, so, uh, so I'm glad. All right. So that, I'm glad that, that went well. Um, the oh speaking when I was in Colo oh. in Colorado doing stand up in in Denver uh, I got to bump into Travis Irvine yeah I saw Columbus Crew Columbus Crew he did he thank you for being half of the people that saved the crew <laughs> he did not and that's yeah. that was my first uh, bone to pick with bone him bone to pick with you buddy <laughs> uh, you, I don't know I don't think you understand exactly how much of a hundred percent influence I had on saving the crew <laughs> yeah you think the Haslam's would have bought that team if it wasn't for the sparsely Attended show we didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> You so, got some balls if that's what you think. So, uh, but I did get to t uh, talk to him, and it was cool to. Uh, he was hilarious, by the way. And uh, as you know, Travis Irvine is uh, very funny comic. A very funny comic. Columbus Crew fan. He he's been a, a former guest of uh, of the Cooligans. He's been on the show, and uh, yeah, and he. I, it was nice to see him so happy and, and you know excited about uh, his team coming back. So I'm glad I got to see him. So uh, a couple other things. Oh wait, while well, while you were gone, uh, uh, what you call Bobby Warshaw came into one of my shows. Oh, that's right. Right. 
great. Yeah, Bobby Warshaw came out. He hung out. Look at that. The MLS doing some recon. All right. They're like, they got to send them out. Like, let's see what these guys are up to. They send the spies out. <laughs> you know? And uh, it was cool. He wasn't he wasn't loud or abrasive or anything. People were like, did he heckle? He seems like the kind of person who would heckle, but he did not. Uh, no, Bobby Warshaw is a good guy. Uh, yeah, we. Some- it was a, a New York Comedy Club show, and I was headlining, which was kind of cool. Okay. Great show. Uh, he came up. He gave me some compliments. And as he was talking to me, a whole family came out. And they're like, hey, I want to take a picture with you. And then it was like one of those where it's like, let's just Bob- do a group. Yeah. Well, Bobby, hold on a second. I got I to gotta talk I'm to. I'm sorry. My fans. <laughs> you remember what this was like, right? Uh, so I had to. I, had to I got to go inspire these people. <laughs> but like one person would take a picture with like me and the two, like the mom and the aunt. And then the daughter's like, I want to take a picture. So then I had to take a picture with the kids. And then like the, the dad's like, you know what? I want a picture too. I'm like, all right, this is now. And they, they can't figure out how to make their Android work, so I'm just getting the flashlight in my eye for, like, 10 seconds. <laughs> and I got to host the next show, so I was like, guys, I got to go. Yeah, yeah. So I talked to Bobby for, like, 10 minutes. He's like, me and my friend's going to get beer. You want some? I'm like, I wish I could. I got I to gotta stay here. So I didn't get a chance to hang out with him after once, but it was pretty cool. All right. Well, thank you, Bobby Warshaw, for supporting live comedy. Yeah, uh, and he tweeted it out, you know? Maybe they're talking about it in the front office, and they're like, yo, instead of having him do stuff for us, maybe we should just send the Cooligans a lot of money. You think yeah, that came yeah, up? That, that's what Bobby. That's what Bobby was there for. You, th- you think, you think that really came up? Just there to confirming. <laughs> yeah. he's there to confirm how much money we're going to yeah, get. Yeah, double it. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw. I said, yeah, <laughs> he's got this great bit about his wife being a nurse. Double it. <laughs> so thank you for that. All right, and so and uh, for people listening, if we are doing stand up in your city, this is your opportunity. Be like Bobby Warshaw and come out to uh, you know see a show. That's what you should do. Is always think to yourself, what would Bobby Warshaw, what do? Bobby Warshaw do after he, uh, you know, slide tackles, two footed challenges you. What would he do after that? He would he, probably go to your comedy show uh-huh. and he belittles your thought. <laughs> Get out there, okay? He will explain to you why he would be better at your job. Yeah, <laughs> that he's gonna do. He does it to Matt Doyle, okay? If he does it to him, he's gonna do it to you. So, uh, usually the way we begin this show uh, is by <laughs> fifteen uh, minutes later, by, by showing love to the people who show us love on iTunes. We are so close to our 400th review on, on iTunes. We are 385. So you you want to be number 400? Get help help out help out help us get there. And this uh this week we've had a a couple tremendous reviews that I that they 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 they're too long to read. Yeah, one of them in particular is just a little too long to read, <laughs> but it's very nice. It's very it's uh I recommend people uh looking at an iTunes review. This specifically I this one I want to read. One this one the long one was left on Valentine's Day. Did you notice that? I did notice that. And and thank you for the love. This, I mean of all Beautiful. Of, all, of all days to leave that. So there's th- mighty duck references in there. <laughs> he talks about his pre Cooligans era and the Anno Cooligan era. It's an epic. It's an epic review. The Anno Cooligans era uh, is uh, very different. Than oh, the- it's like I said. Not only will a Castro die, <laughs> the Anno Cooligans era is coming. I will. I'm gonna get okay, mine. It's it's been a little uncomfortable. I yeah. gotta say that era. Uh- <laughs> yeah, sliding in and out of it has been very difficult. Okay, so uh, but shout out. Some would say it stinks. Am I right? Everybody, all right. All right. Uh, from uh, Mega Dave thirty three. Uh, th- th- so I'm just gonna read the subject. This that, is the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So for so I, I believe this. Uh, so Dave is been a fairly long time Cooligans fan, if I remember correctly. Um, but he, the the subject just says like waffles and marmalade. Yeah. So is that good? I assume that's. I good. think it's a song reference. I don't know, but I do know that the last two sentences are by far the funniest. <laughs> 
Oh, you want to read them? Yeah. The same way Eddie Money brought us two tickets to paradise, the Cooligans can quell the tantrum of a toddler who just dropped a chocolate popsicle in their lap while wearing white shorts. <laughs> Truly, this is heaven. Thank you, So Dave. if you want to know what any of that means, you got to read I mean, chapters 1 through it, 19. It, it is a uh, soliloquy. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. no, it, it's beautiful. And yeah. It's just too long to read, uh, but it's incredible. And thank you so much uh, for that review. The, the, the other review I wanted to read was from... Uh, from George B. Uh, and this this was on February 16th. And, and the subject says, caught myself saying my guy to a sixth sixth grader. So this has been happening a little bit. We've have we we have a surprising amount of teachers who listen to this show and are somewhat influenced um, in in their language and how they speak to their children. They seem it seems like we're helping them connect to to these kids who probably do not say my guy and yeah. all of a sudden are starting to say my guy. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're influencing the youth. This is a positive thing. Regardless of what school psychologists tell you, <laughs> this is a positive thing. So uh, so I wanted to read one particular line because this is also a very long review. Uh, this is from a, a, a guy in Los Angeles. He, he, he says uh, uh, Chicano several times, and I'm assuming he's Mexican. Uh, I'm sure this dude is awesome, uh, George B. But one thing uh, he did mention that I— absolutely loved and I was totally flattered by he goes uh, in it he goes I remember when people started paying more attention to the daily show for news rather than actual journalists this is what the cooligans are doing for soccer yeah this is uh, so George B I, I uh, we're gonna steal that and <laughs> next time we talk to an agent that's what we're saying so I don't know if you know that I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before but daily show is one of my favorite shows I, I've been watching it for for years uh, with John Sewer with Trevor Noah you know uh, I that format style show is a like I I would like I I've submitted for shows like that I want to write for them and things like that yeah. so that is like that was that sort of the vision we've always had with Cooligans where like, without being explicitly trying to be like that yeah, yeah. it's like imagine the way he they were like. You think people want to hear the news and comedy at the same time? It's probably the same thing we were going through in the beginning. We're like, yeah, yeah. you think they want to do soccer and comedy? So, like, the fact that that's a reference that's pulled yeah. is perfect. Yeah, that's incredibly flattering. Thank you so much for saying that because that's uh, very much on our minds. And, yeah. and it, it, it has become this thing where we've become more... Uh, when we first started this podcast, we just knew very like casually about the about American soccer, yeah. And then and now we're like deep in it, all yeah. right. We're we're just the deep state. We're deep. <laughs> yeah. we're, it's, we're covered in the filth of American <laughs> soccer. Oh <laughs> yeah, we're up to our necks in Tamingham. <laughs> so we we uh, feel like um, from a from a the perspective of how knowledgeable we are about it, right, has definitely. I feel that way. I'm like I'm like this is crazy. I didn't expect to know all this stuff. I got all this damn stuff in my head about. We soccer. Got, we got all this stupid knowledge in our head <laughs> that we didn't think we were going to have. Yeah. Uh, so so that's uh, incredibly flattering. So thank you so much for, for uh, mentioning that. I want to read this one. Uh, this is from uh, Wow 1121. Uh, one, one My Staple Podcast. I'm assuming he means one of my staple podcasts. Sure. Five stars, which is always, that's what you do. We're yeah. not going to read it if you give us four. <laughs> we get out of town. All right. Uh, I have never heard of the Cooligans really until they came to my. T oh wait, this is the wrong one. No, that, uh, that was great. I like that one. Yeah, I didn't want to read that uh, one though. <laughs> I want to uh, getting into the classroom. My guy. Well, oh, shouts okay. to Wow Eleven Twenty One. We'll try to go back to Virginia <laughs> Beach. But anyway, so this is from Staves Forty Nine. <laughs> 
Getting into the classroom, my guy. Five stars. As a seventh grade teacher, I constantly try to get my students to get into the beautiful game, and these guys are the perfect gateway drug pod. I push the gulliest pod in my classroom, and I know it's working because now my students walk into my class and greet me with a good morning, my guy. <laughs> Keep up the good work, gents. That's, uh, we will, my guy. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yo, shouts to your grade. Yo, seventh grade, sixth graders, Doc, everybody. What do we call it? Mr. S? <laughs> or wait, no. Teachers go by first names now, right? Did you hear about this? I mean, that's not that's not everywhere, but maybe it's some weird charter school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, hey, man, we're cool. <laughs> Call uh, me by well, my middle name. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Welcome to Hacky Sack 101. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so thank you for the that. The school lunch today is quinoa <laughs> and prayer. Uh, but anyway, Staves 49. What's up, my guy? Yeah, that's good. Thank- Shouts to the students, yo. So thank you for that. Uh, so today, uh, packed, yo. We're going to talk hey, about- Yo, if the kids are listening right now, you got half a day. <laughs> yeah. How about that, yo? Just walk out. <laughs> you want to be gully? <laughs> yo, Staves is cool about yeah, it. Yo, Staves is totally chill about <laughs> it. He definitely won't lose his job. <laughs> uh, so the uh, a, a bunch of things going on. Obviously, CONCACAF Champions League kicking off tonight, uh, where we're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, uh, happening tonight. There'll be a games uh, today as you're listening to this. Uh, so um, uh, we'll talk about that. Kyle Martino's on the show. Oh yeah, uh, from uh, the United Soccer Coaches Convention. We'll play that interview, which was dope. Uh, and we had a really, uh, you know, the second time Kyle Martino's on the show. First time in person. Exactly. We got to touch his hair. Yeah, because he curved us the last <laughs> time, yo. Oh yeah, people. That, I don't think uh, people know about. I don't think that. we talked about it. Yeah, he was supposed to be physically on the physically show. physically on the show when he, this is when he was campaigning for uh, U.S. Soccer. Yeah, president. and we were like, he should be here any minute, right? Because he said he would be here at whatever two o'clock. Yeah, and, and then, then uh, we get a call from uh, or a message from his uh, like manager or handler, or whoever or was, was like, like his campaign manager. Yeah, or something yeah. Like and that. He was like, all right, so we're gonna do a call in because uh, he's not in New York. <laughs> like, when were you gonna tell us that? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little. It's like when you know when you're running five minutes late, but you get there thirty minutes late. Yeah, uh, but this is like. Yeah, I'm running five minutes late, but like I'm not even in the state. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> Do me a favor, just FaceTime with me into this party. <laughs> so I can congratulate my cousin and I'll go back to doing what I was doing. That's, that's what Martino hit us with. But it, the, <laughs> the interview over the phone was great. And but it, it was uh, definitely, I think, for a, a podcast like this, which is a comedy podcast, yeah, it's a little tougher. That's why we've been trying to have more. In person interviews right. than than on over, over the phone, uh, because the the comedic timing is a little bit is a little bit lost when yeah. uh, when it's over the phone. Depending on who it is, uh, some people can, you know, they can cry. Ray Hudson just can crush it. With yeah, and he that. couldn't even hear us. He could barely hear us. He it was, was a, like, there was an issue with the studio that day. He could barely hear us. And, and, he, and he, he was just crushing. It. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, so a lot to talk about. But let's uh, let's start with. Which where, where should we start with? Um, cha- no, not champions. Let's start with the news about uh about the Confederations Cup. Uh, okay. The Confederations Cup. Uh, if you uh, recall, uh, it is the tournament the year before the World Cup. It kind of feels almost like a like a World Cup warm up. Yes. Remember Mexico was out in Russia. Yes. Yeah. So this was uh who won it. Uh, Germany. Germany. Well, Germany won, won yeah. the last Confederations Cup. So, it, and you saw how integral that was for them to succeed during <laughs> the World Cup. Good. Good thing they kept that that sweet form. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> all the way into it. Propelled them. They brought that with them. <laughs> so the Confederations Cup, which has been going on, I believe, since two thousand five, uh, is the is the tournament. Uh, 
you know, every every country uh, that wins their confederation plays in, a, you know, an eight-team tournament. Right. Uh, it, it's sort of a phony toner. Nobody, nobody really, really cares about no, it. No, I think the, the one thing it's used for is to be able to play competition that's going to be in the World Cup. That's it. Exactly. And so it, it's like it's a good chance to just see how you stack up against them. It's almost like a freebie. Yeah, know? and it's better for really uh, the, 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 the continent's you know, really Concacaf, right? Like, yeah, and and um, Asia, so that because they're always playing against themselves, they don't really get to the op- that many opportunities to play against European competition or yeah. South American competition. Right. When when do you get a chance to play against teams like Germany? Not often. Exactly. So, so you get to see where you actually stack up. So that it's really a a bigger benefit for the the teams themselves that make it over or you know in the countries themselves that make it over like for the fans right? right because it's not it's not always uh the, the most watched tournament it's not always they don't necessarily always send the best players no um it's kind of a waste but they're replacing it with a uh with a playoff so because it's going to go to 48 teams yeah so what's going to happen is the because the next world cup is in uh Qatar Qatar and and it's in the winter and it's in the winter now the uh so this is the opportunity like it doesn't make sense to have a confederations right. cup FIFA's like we don't want to go to Qatar twice okay so <laughs> we don't want to we don't want to go to Qatar once yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to we're forced to uh because of all the corruption that we we're forced to because of all this money we have now <laughs> they gave us so so much money so much money <laughs> so the uh so some people are weirded out about this, and I think the concern is uh, whatever whatever replaces it, it's not gonna. It's, I don't think it's gonna be like immediate. Um, but there is that. The biggest concern is really for Concacaf. They're gonna be like, hey, the U.S. for the U.S. It's gonna like how we're we gonna are we gonna because the U.S. Is, usually wins the, usually. the gold cup. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so. Uh, so th- that's their main concern. Like, when are we going to get the opportunity to actually play these European teams outside of friendlies, uh, you know, in real competitive games? And Gold Cup might be going away, too. Yeah, that's that's another weird one. Everything's uh, going away. Is the, is the Gold Cup not a... Um, I know, didn't... Wasn't it Chuck Blazer that created that? I believe Chuck Blazer and Jack Ward. Is, yeah. yeah, so the, uh, the heroes. Uh, uh, the that. Corruption Cup. <laughs> <laughs> the Mount Rushmore yeah. of U.S. soccer. <laughs> why, is it, why is it going down, though, <laughs> as opposed to going up? Uh, the, well, the Corruption Cup would be just great. Uh, do the what, Corruption <laughs> Cup, yo. Why I just embrace it, yeah. you, know? <laughs> you know? It's who you are now. There's no such thing as bad publicity, okay? <laughs> so uh, If I, R. Kelly's streams went up after that Lifetime show, <laughs> then we can do a corruption cup, folks. <laughs> so the uh, so Carlos Cordero has like uh, the, uh, the trophy is a bag of money. <laughs> you have been handed the Chuck Blazer <laughs> corruption cup trophy. The Chuck Blazer most valuable player award <laughs> yeah. goes to whoever has the most red cards. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, God, we got to do this. They bring they bring it out in a rascal. You, you get to stay in the cat's apartment for a month. If Car Martino would have won. Oh my God, we would have been pitching these ideas hard. We would have been able to get a cabinet meeting. Yeah, would have been pitching it every every you know uh, U.S. soccer meeting. Just all these texts from us yeah. while Car Martino's there. I'm like, his phone's just, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I want to apologize. The Cooligans think it's a good idea to. Right. He looks up. He's like. Corruption cup, great. Uh, so we're going to go back to the docket, back to our minutes. Why don't we get rid of this Beckham statue yeah. and put up yeah. a statue of 
Set bladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But like set bladder looking under a table for an envelope. Okay? Okay, we got the ideas, all yeah. right? We just need somebody to execute. That's it. I mean, we're creatively, we're there. It's just the functionality of making it. Okay, it's all this red tape that's stopping yeah. us from getting our brilliant yeah. ideas out there. And if you think people don't want to be a part of it, just let me tell you, we don't know, okay? But we think they okay. do. Okay, it's, a, it's, a, it's called a feeling, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never had a hunch, my guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're we're like Trump's cabinet talks the way we do to him. A hundred percent. We're both Don Jr. and Michael Flynn in this entire situation. What? Hold on. Laws? Ain't no laws, okay, dog. Okay, what are you talking about? Bro, it's they called the corruption they cup. They don't call me the Manafort of soccer for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it's called the corruption cup. Of course we're going to say the winner before there's games, man. Nobody plays. That's the genius. We need to get Vegas involved quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just call them. You know what? Just follow my lead. Watch who I bet on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so we'll see. So the next couple of years are going to be very, uh, you know, transformative for U.S. soccer because it's going the tournaments that we sort of, I don't want to say we necessarily grew up with, but that are the modern era of U.S. soccer. How we see it today is gone. Yeah, it's going yeah. to be very different, especially by the time the, the 2026 World Cup uh, comes around. The 2026 will be the 48-team World Cup, right? That's the first one? Yeah. Okay. So. So it's, it'll be interesting. So we'll see what this, like, um, play, I guess, playoff will look like or whatever. Is it, is it going to be like the, the there'll be a playoff to get into, like, the final two spots or something like that? No, I think it's a playoff to get, like, in the final, like, 10, 10 or 12. Man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what. The, what I think just let everybody in. <laughs> if, you, if it's a World Cup, let the whole world play. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just call it World War Three. Why not? <laughs> world, <laughs> world Soccer War One. <laughs> Let's just do it. I, I mean, it, just imagine like the 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 next like you know what is it? It's 32 now. So the the last like five teams. What are those? What are they gonna be? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's Bermuda, yeah. and like yeah. some, it's gonna be somebody. DG? Yeah, DR, yeah. Cuba. It's yeah. gonna be somebody. Like we're gonna be like, what? Yeah. Who made it? Unfortunately, we lost that game to Belize, <laughs> so we're not so, going into the so world. So Germany's game. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we would have won the Confederations Cup. <laughs> so get uh, get Cal Martino's men on the phone. <laughs> we have an idea. So. Uh, uh, a couple so and a couple other things. Champions League is uh, coming up, right? Uh, you've you've already seen uh, a game. Uh, the so what, is it? I believe it's is it Yahoo Sports that's going to be Yahoo Sports is English English going to be airing the Confederations Champions uh, League. I'm sorry, yeah. the Concacaf Champions. Yeah, yeah. League. Uh, I think it's just the Yahoo Sports app. Okay. I don't think you have to get like a Yahoo Sports TV app. I think it's just the Yahoo Sports. Okay, app. so that's that's exciting because uh, what was it? it? It was it was only like Fubo. Or... Fubo, I think, was it, and then their website or Go Ninety was Go Go Ninety. Yeah, that but was Go Ninety's done. That's how we watched it uh, last year. That's how bad it was. Go Ninety shut down. Go Verizon was... pulled the plug. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah. No, so I didn't know that. All it's right. Done. Um, so at least we're going to be able to see the games. Uh, the, usually in in the the initial rounds. When there's more teams, it's harder to to find the games yeah. in general, just because there's too many and nobody wants to cover them. <laughs> That's yeah. really the big issue. It really is like a high school kid on a camcorder <laughs> filming these two. Uh, so hopefully, the hopefully Yahoo handles it well. Uh, so, uh, but so uh, so there was another. Um, so it's, it's starting today, but the uh, so 
we we saw a tweet. This was from Jonathan Densa, who is like a big. Yeah. And I, I, I would, he's like the guy at NYCFC games that is like always sitting front row, whether the game is home or away. Mm-hmm. You, you, if there's a a camera guy on an NYCFC fan, especially at an away game, it's him. Sideline, yeah, it's Jonathan Densa. You're getting this guy in the shot. <laughs> yeah. He's just a NYCFC super fan, uh, and he had uh, tweeted out, and this was this was a reminder because. NYCFC is not a part of the CONCACAF Champions League. Which no, but did you see the uh, information that came out? What information? That how they missed it? Yes, but and we, we sort of talked about this because we weren't sure. Yeah, we were like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah, because what we heard was... Well, they, what do you mean we heard? It was official. They made it official that they were in, and they were like, "Say, <laughs> We gotcha. Ah. So this was in 2017 when NYCFC were the, the, the... They had the highest point total in the league... Um, beneath the MLS Cup champion Toronto FC. Toronto FC won MLS Cup, and they also won the Canadian Cup. So that's two spots for the CONCACAF Champions League. The, the, so it goes to the highest point. So it goes to the highest points. Which was NYCFC. So, But then a couple months later, they're like, no, no, no. It's I'll, the highest point I would say a couple days seasons. later. It wasn't even like uh, that long. It, it really? Was like, it was like a, maybe a week or two. And then it was like, oh, it, it's not the person, not the team that has the highest points. It's uh, the, the team that has the highest points combined from 2017 and 2018. Right. So it's uh, over the two years. Over the two years. So they changed it. After uh, CONCACAF, uh, the, the official CONCACAF uh, Twitter handle, the, the media handle, CONCACAF Media, tweeted out that, NY, congratulations, NYCFC, you are now in the Champions yeah. League. Uh, of, Can't you know, wait to see you. Can't wait to see you there, buddy. Where, wh- huh? <laughs> you what? <laughs> yeah, as soon as you say, like, okay, cool, well, I'm going to start planning, like, where do you want to meet up? And yeah. they're like, oh, wait, hold Ooh. Ooh, hold on a Who second. told you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but because there's this, like... I well, I actually swipe right on this other dude named Atlanta United. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and like actually, Red Bulls have their spot now. Red Bulls have the spot, but because they won a supporter shield. Right. No, but yes. No. No. It was because of the points. No, 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 no. Uh, well, I think it would have. It's the same thing. Like if if it was only 2017, NYCFC would be in this. Uh, Right, but it was because of the, it was the two years Rebel took their spot. Atlanta got in because they won MLS Cup. Oh, okay. I for whatever reason I thought Atlanta United had more points combined from uh from more than NYCFC, which I think they did from twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. And twenty eighteen. They did as well. Okay. But it was Red Bull. Red Bull ended up taking yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in twenty seventeen, Atlanta United uh uh, it, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Since when do facts matter on this podcast? <laughs> so, uh, but it was an interesting thing. So he he had pointed it out that uh, just to re- at least thank you for the reminder that that Conquer yeah. was like, nah, it, it ain't happening for you. Oh, we ain't uh, playing no games in no baseball stadium. <laughs> Come down here to San Salvador. <laughs> it, it, it begs a question: like, why did that happen to begin with? Why why did it get to the point where they? Uh, awarded NYCFC and then took it back. Well, if there's one thing I know about CONCACAF is that they always follow the rules <laughs> and they seem to really have all their well, shit they, together. It's, I mean, they're making up the rules as they go, right? Because they changed the format of the tournament. The, yeah. to, the tournament used to be uh, a, a group stage and then uh, a buddy, knockout round. Buddy, we're all making up our own rules as we go along. <laughs> MLS is like, you know what, LA? Just have the four DPs, honestly, at this point. <laughs> so let's talk about that. 
Uh, Gio Dos Santos. I know, it's called a segue, baby. Gio Dos Santos. Uh, we, we were talking about it a couple weeks ago that in the next couple days, <laughs> that LA Galaxy would have to make some, something was going to happen where either Gio Dos Santos uh, was going to either give up money or they were going to buy him out. Uh, well, they were going to loan him or trade him or something, him. but then we were realizing nobody wants Gio Dos Santos. Nobody wants Gio Dos Santos. Br- J- Jonah Dos Santos doesn't seem to want Gio Dos Santos. No, Jonah's like, look, I mean, at least I got the apartment to myself again, you know? <laughs> but uh, as of this moment, uh, we are in, it's February 19th. The, the season starts in, on March 2nd. Uh, Los Angeles Galaxy have four designated players. And they are not allowed to. They can only have three. Yeah, that's one more than the rule allows. <laughs> so, uh, and, and the w- joke has always been that they can have as many DPs as they want. They're like, well, I mean, you see it on Twitter. We don't have to make a decision. <laughs> and the uh, Paul Tenorio on the Athletic wrote a great article uh, about it, just about like what was what is going on, and just really calling out Major League Soccer, being like. Yo, what are you guys going to do? Look over here, everybody. <laughs> and uh, it, it's it's a rough a rough position for every everybody involved. Um, Zlatan arrives, plays very well, earns all this money. Uh, you know, what was it? How long has he been? This is his third year with uh, the Galaxy, right? He got, Zlatan? No, no. Um, no, Gio. Gio. Yeah. So... Um, there, you know, he he injuries not play, not really playing well when he was healthy. Uh, you can understand why uh, LA Galaxy want to work something out. I, so the last I heard it was that they are planning to restructure the deal. He's going to get his deal restructured. That's the whole thing. And He's what, willing. They're going to give him the, the you know the the Bobby Bonilla uh, deal yeah, that the Mets. They just push it all <laughs> to a few years from now. He's going to get a million dollars a year for forty years yeah, or something like yeah. that. They're just like let somebody else handle this shit. <laughs> you know, someone in the future. They got to figure something out because uh, from from based, uh, from Paul Tenor's article, he's he uh, he's anonymously quoting other MLS executives, and they're all saying like basically like. Uh, you know, it's a shit show. What the hell? This is insulting. This is like it's it's well, ridiculous. Ima- imagine they imagine he doesn't agree to the, whatever that that restructure clause is. Yeah, and imagine he just has to be a DP, and LA Galaxy get a DP, and MLS didn't pass the rule that allows that until one or two days before the season starts, and every other team's like, wait, hold on, exactly. So yeah. we could have went out and got another guy. Yeah, and yeah. you didn't tell us nothing until now. Yeah. This is insanity. Oh, you don't understand. We created the DP allocation money yeah, five duh. minutes before kickoff yeah. of, the, of the 2019 season. So why didn't you do this weeks ago? <laughs> do this thing that I told you about right now. You really? That's on you. Yeah. But not like really looking into the you know the fine print. Oh, oh, you're gonna judge that? Well, guess what? Now. Everybody can't get into CONCACAF Champions League. <laughs> it's only the teams that have had the highest scores over the last 15 years. All right, Atlanta, you're out. All right. So, look, I don't know what to tell you, but the Tampa Bay Mutiny are now I, in the CONCACAF yeah, Champions I mean, League. You know, Miami Fusion <laughs> might win this whole thing. Okay? Okay, we've we've expressed our the rules right clearly. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Welcome to CONCACAF Champions League, Chivas USA. What you want to say about that right now? Huh? You got you want you got a big opinion about this 40 p Oh, and uh, I'm going to pull this minivan over. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, Major League Soccer, there and someone who's going to have a big influence on whether uh, Jonathan uh, Gio Dos Santos uh, remains or, or what LA Galaxy's situation is. Uh, Don Garber gets a new contract, five years. Five years. Remember, everyone was talking about, oh, these are, might be his last few years. He's he's trying 
trying to, you know, get these new teams and, and leave a legacy for himself. And nah, bro. He's like, nah, I ain't, go, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to write the beginning of that legacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay? This is, I'm going to write the New Testament right now. <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> Guess what? There's no, there's no crucifixion in this Old Testament. <laughs> okay? You seen Passion of the Christ? He, he don't die at the end now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Donnie G. I got abs. <laughs> So Don Garber, uh, we we all expected like the an announcement of his retirement soon. Yeah, and all did, of us. We talked about it. Well, didn't we when we were talking? Not not at the not at the MLS Cup, but I think like during All Star uh, Hall of Fame Hall of Fame. Didn't we he, talked to him? He seemed like. This, you know, it was everything like he was like, he was wrapping it up. Yeah, he was putting the bow on. Yeah, yeah. That's how he came across. Yeah, he seemed, and you know what? I, we, no, this was All Star because he didn't talk to us at the Hall of Fame. I think he was nervous about a speech. Oh, that's right. This is All Star. He came over, he was just, he was just chatting shit, tossing shit around. During, but during his, uh, Hall of Fame speech, uh, his induction speech. He did. He did speak very past tense and what I've done. And yes, what I was able to do, like yes. that kind of stuff. So it didn't sound like he was thinking about like, all right, we're trying to get you know Sacramento in this yeah, league. Or, it wasn't campaigning. No, not at all. So it, it did seem very much like uh, it, it was winding down. Right. It was end of second term. And he also seemed not not that Hall of Famer. I think maybe it was that All Star. He he genuinely seemed tired. Yeah, he's and like, relieved. Just tired of all this. Yeah, he you was know? like, I got to uh, deal with all the pro rail questions and all, and the and Lala's asking me about Columbus. Yeah, and, <laughs> save the crew and all, and like he, he just, did seem done with it all. Yeah, and, and but there was like a sense of relief. It was like a calmness. His shoulders were a little lower. Yeah, yeah. He came over. He was just like, Hey, what's up, guys? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like maybe by MLS Cup, he may have known like he was already negotiating uh, a, a new deal because he seemed a little bit more positive. Right, he yeah. was saying he was like, oh, 100 uh, laughing with us and stuff like that. So- and I'll tell you this much: I didn't, I forgot to tell you this. Probably should have told you this off air, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> th- I think that conversation stuck with him because uh, it turns out that someone who, um, one of my representatives knows uh, someone who's related to him. Okay, and started working the angles at a party to get a conversation with him. Yeah, yeah. Talk to Donnie G. And she was like, "Hey, I represent Alexis. He's one of the cool guns." And he was like, "I love those guys." Okay, that was a quote. That was a quote. With so I that, want, that definitely several people will hate that they said yes. that, that he said that. <laughs> but it's because we were just sitting there shooting the shit with him, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we made him laugh. I made fun of him. I said he looked like a narc at parties. <laughs> like if he, yeah, we had a good time with that with uh, Danny G. So, but also if you think we're shills. We will get paid and we will be shills, okay? <laughs> well, we are currently not shills. We're now. not shills now. Uh, we're not shills now, but, but we, will, when, we that, when that happens, we will make it very clear. When you we will say. know when we land in our helicopter. <laughs> with a welcome comedy tour sponsored by Audi, Continental Tire, and Target. Guess what, my guy? Had nothing to do. What do you mean? Had nothing to do with MLS. We're I, just. I we, don't even know why you were putting those two together. <laughs> what? This this six degrees of separation yeah, yeah. is not even. I, I mean, don't even know how. It maybe had more to do with Kevin Bacon and did <laughs> Donnie G. Uncle Donnie. I mean, did I say uncle? <laughs> so uh, so I'm actually pretty surprised, especially with the Columbus scenario, that he did get a new contract. I think that's, uh, it, it was a stressful, 2018 was a stressful year yeah. especially for for Major League Soccer. And I can I can see that the owners would, be, would have been a bit frustrated with how Don Garber may have handled the situation. How did he get this contract knowing that there's four DPs sitting out in LA? <laughs> but I, it seems like the, 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 his his influence to grow the league is he makes money. He makes money. He makes That's everyone it. too much money. Yeah, uh, and he and he's charming. And look, he's charmed us. Oh my god, <laughs> we're the most 
<laughs> dead inside. <laughs> and five seconds into talking to him, I'm like, is that a big guy? <laughs> you know, our, our, our voice goes up. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah, you're so funny. I, <laughs> I wish people could see this side of you. <laughs> you don't know him like yeah, I know him. I know. I know what he seems like to you. But when we're alone, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're just feet up on the couch drinking wine. Stop, guys. So I'm. I'm. Yeah, he make. He makes. He makes too much money. He, uh, he makes the league too much money. You're not gonna say no to your to, to the goose that laid the golden yeah, egg. Yeah, I look. The, people hate him, and they have issues, and. They feel like he's he, he's stifling uh, the league and 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 American soccer and whatever. But he makes then you got your Kevin he makes, out there. Uh, <laughs> he makes a small amount of people a lot of money. Yeah, uh, and and that's just that is what it is. So. And uh, you know, all jokes aside, he did grow the league. He did. Like it may not be the way everybody wants, mm-hmm. but if that's what they set out to do at a time when they were losing teams, he did it. Yeah, he didn't do it the way I would have done it. But he did it. Exactly. So if you're one of those owners, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to. What am I going to bring up? Uh, Kyle Martino? You know what I mean? <laughs> Look yeah. at the guys he's with. And you just see us over there. Yeah. Uh, well, that, yeah. Well, now we got sad. That's a sad reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism wins again. Sorry, uh, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a couple other things before we get to our interview with Kyle Martino. Um, uh, let's talk about NYCFC, who just dropped their, their new jersey. You sure you don't want to talk about how you're going to have to move to Orlando? <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah let's talk about. Duh. Okay, so I got I got my plane ticket. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've actually I've already been training a little yeah. bit. Yeah, what I, people don't know is you went to Colorado for a physical. <laughs> the kid is going to Orlando. Nani, Nani, Luis Nani. That's right. Luis. Signed for free by Orlando. Uh, yeah, that's right. Nobody wanted him. No, his own team was like, you can have him. Uh, <laughs> but ca- I mean, here's the thing: is he past it? Yeah. Is he good enough to be a winger? Probably not. Will he? Is he going to get shocked? By the physicality and the speed and the and the and the athleticism in this league, absolutely. Yeah. Would you do it? Yeah, it's free. Without a doubt. Why would you not bring Nani in for free? Yeah, he's only thirty two years old. Uh, free. So, uh, oh, I'm only thirty two years old. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So if you don't, we're talking about Nani, and uh, because uh, for for pretty much all, for all of Nani's career, people have told me I look exactly like him. In fact, uh, our friend Andrew over in Manchester That's right. made a beautiful uh, phone lock screen. Yes, uh, a, a wallpaper. A of, <laughs> just a bunch of cutouts of you, <laughs> and there's a little bit of an Easter egg in there. One of them is Nani. That's right. And it, I, you know I love Andrew, and I love that he did that, because not only is uh, is it, every time every time I show it to somebody, they're like, all right, well, you have a stalker. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. that that's, always makes me Carol. laugh. <laughs> but I, I love looking at that collage yeah. because it's like a uh, a reminder of everything we've done throughout it's got the Cooligans. The, it's got the two uh, the two uh, Xbox remotes as phones. That's right. Which just brings me so much joy when I think about that. We've had so many fun moments, and I look at that, and I'm like, look at we did that and that and that, and all yeah. these all these different uh, experience, all the times we've gotten to travel, all the dumb videos we've made, uh, and it, it, there's a it's a it's nostalgic. Yeah, uh, it makes me happy. So thank you, Andrew. A little This Is Your Life. Yeah, it is kind of nice, you know? Uh, so, um, but yes, Luis Nani signed with Orlando City, three-year deal. Uh, I don't know how much, the, did, they, did they say how much he's getting paid? I don't. They did not, but I think he's a, it's, it's a, he's DP. a DP. So he's probably, some, I, I imagine he's somewhere in like the two to four million I was going to say two to three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine that. So. Uh, and but, by the way, if, if Orlando, where's the two dudes with the phone, with the Platano phone? That's right. We need to call them from our Platano. Okay. 
because if one of the chants for him is an ooh, nanny, 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 <laughs> ooh, nanny, nanny, nanny. That should be If there. that's not that, then yeah. we failed as a culture, <laughs> as a podcast. Then seventh graders listen to this. You're listening to two failures. We, we aren't your heroes. We've let you down. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're terrible to you, yeah. and also your damn teachers yeah. are terrible to you. In for fact, if you that's listen. if that's not one of the chants, you all have detention, <laughs> an extra homework. So. Um, uh, yeah, so I think this is uh, uh, th- this is what I'm realizing with Orlando, right? And and Orlando, they I love them because they stick to their identity, right? Yeah. And their identity is if you hidden if, under a hat. If you're if you're Brazilian or you speak Portuguese, yeah, you f- you, you, right you in. fit right in yeah. on this team, okay? <laughs> you know what a feijoada is? Get up in here. That's it. There is no other prerequisite for That's... who belongs on this team. You know a couple Portuguese words, yeah. and you're in there. They, you know what they do? They're like, oh, you want to you wanna play for Orlando? They lift the box, and there's just a little pestage de nata. <laughs> and they're like, what's that? And then someone's like, is that, a, is that a custard? He's like, you're off the team. <laughs> Someone else is like, oh, it's pestage de nata. I love those. All okay, right, give okay, him a DB contract. Right. That's our 50p right there. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm excited to see uh, Nani in Orlando. You think he makes Orlando better? I think you they sign they sign someone from the U twelve Academy and makes Orlando better. They're having a they have a rough time. The fact that we laugh. <laughs> oh, I mean look they I don't I got I gotta say like James O'Connor's getting an entire preseason with them, so I'm excited to see okay. what well, happens. Orlando, but. they they all they're missing is a uh they have the excitement, they have the great stadium they just need some direction and and from my understanding James O'Connor is is a much more uh attack minded coach Nani I don't think he's played defense in 20 years and he's not going to be asked <laughs> he's to. not going to be asked to no. so uh if we lose the ball possession of the ball just walk it off baby uh, a rough look. Joe Bendick is gone uh I believe it's Kel, not uh, not Kellen Rowe uh Brian Rowe, yeah, uh, new keeper, uh, left Vancouver, going to Orlando. Uh, and he and Brian Rowe was pretty good in uh, in w- with LA Galaxy uh, for a while, and hopefully that that uh, it's just defensively, right? That's 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 their weakness. They need to focus on some kind of uh, <laughs> defensive anything, and maybe Brian Rowe uh, provides that a little bit better than Joe Bendick. Well, and they're going they're going with a three man back uh, three man back line. So the, it's gonna be like it's gonna be seven <laughs> to nine. not to nine goals. <laughs> <laughs> Every game, it's just gonna be a goal fest uh, for them. <laughs> hopefully, look, hopefully, uh, they're you know Dwyer, Nani. Like, I mean, this, it's gonna be more fun to watch. You That's know? true. The the my my concern, uh, I, I, and what I who I expect more from is from Sasha Question. I I hope that he because he's not the, the necessarily the the fastest player. He's not the most dynamic per se, but he's a good passer. Right? He was the assist king uh, a couple years ago with uh, with New York Red Bulls. Hopefully. He can re- kind of recreate that, and, and and I hope Nani can help him with that. Well, I mean, he steps into where Justin Merrim left, right? That so okay, he's better than Justin Merrim, I think. Um, I mean, definitely in Orlando. In Orlando, Orlando yeah. Justin Merrim was a nightmare. Well, yeah. I don't know. Let's wait to see if he cries and wants to go to Columbus instead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Imagine, imagine. Uh, that'd be great. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so what else? Uh, so we also oh, let's talk about John Lewis because we talked. Yotun. I'm sorry, he's replacing Yotun. Uh, Yoshima Yotun. He went to Mexico. Uh, Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul. Yes. So, by the, the way, you saw that genius goal, the back heel. I did. God, diablo. That was <laughs> that was disrespectful. <laughs> Families should be threatened after that. That was uh, that was beautiful. Uh, it, it, it's it is. I feel like watching him score that goal, and he's like, I think he's the highest. Um, uh, he's the highest paid player in Liga MX. But most most goals for Tigres, I think, uh, already or something like that, right? Um, but Gignac, you you start seeing, I just watching him there. He's French, and and you realize like how few players make that move. Like, where is? Nobody. Liga MX in that like in the global market. I mean, it's like there's that pipeline to Central America, South America. A lot of, there's a lot of Colombians, uh, you know, Argentinians, things like that. But there's not the um, like European going to None. Mexico. What am I? I'm not, I was, it's a good league. It's a popular league. But is there something fundamentally like is the foundation? Is something wrong where where European players don't really want to go over there? I think it's that part of the, like nobody knows how much they make. Okay. Because they don't release uh, player information or contract information. They do double contracts. So they're like, all right, here's the legal one that we'll show to the government for yeah, your yeah. taxes. And here's the real one. <laughs> you know, they do stuff like that. And yeah. I think, you know, Herc has talked about that a lot because he played down there. Um, yeah, it's just one of those leagues where it's like you're not guaranteed to get paid. Okay. So, so yeah. yeah, you can see why European players may not uh, want to Yeah, I mean, the rumor is that Genia gets paid a salary, and but he also gets, like, jewels. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we've talked about this before. So, it's like, yeah. I mean, how many at people are you, like... At first you said that, I'm like, no, Alexis, that's stupid. That's not possible. And then I think something came out where there was, like, uh, some other form of payment, like, uh, where he was getting... When, when you say jewels, it sounds like, you know... Uh, he gets you, a satchel. Like, like ducktails <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, he's yeah. jumping in a pool of, of coins. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there was apparently... It was like some um, a jeweler that was like a part of the deal or the contract or something, like that. and it, it's very it's much real. seems like it's something. Yeah. Is, there's something strange like that. So you can see why European players may not want to be there. But Ginak is just like, yo, I, I want drop dr- in all the ice. Put, yeah. put all the ice on me. Do it. I don't even have to check the weather. I know it's going to rain. I'm dripping <laughs> so hard right now. Uh, but yeah, it was an incredible goal, right? And then then the, the the angle from the from the field was oh. just was incredible. And we we got to go to Mexico for a game, man. Yes, we do. We gotta go to Tigres, man. Tigres or Cholos? We Hang got- out with Rob Schneider. You know he's a big Tigres fan because he married a Mexican woman who's a massive Tigres fan. Okay, so he's like the emotional leader all right. of uh, of the Tigres fans. They put him on camera all the time. Yeah. He's always there. He's always like, "You can do it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really, they do that actually. They 100 percent do that. Um, and uh, you know how like Spike Lee is like the Knicks. Like they'll put him on camera. Oh, okay, he's the he's the Spike Lee of. Yeah, why can't we be that for somebody? Yo, let's be Spike Lee of like Lobos Guap. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but we'll change the name to Logos Lobos Guap. That's right. <laughs> That's right, son. <laughs> uh, let's talk about NYCFC for a second. Uh, Jonathan Lewis in the news again. Uh, <laughs> can't get out. For being great at soccer, right? Well, uh, too great. Actions. Well, we we were talking about him after uh, those those friendlies. We've been talking about him since the friendlies. <laughs> since the friendlies for, uh, against uh, Panama and against Costa Rica, he got two assists in in those games. He was just he was dynamic. He was exciting to watch, and we and we were glad. We were like, yo, yo, America. Look at this kid. We see him every week on the bench at NYCFC. Yeah. We're not even in the eighteen. <laughs> He's just walking around eating popcorn. Uh, and. So, so we were kind of curious what was uh, Dome's response because after well he's been asked he finally gave an answer yeah because after the the, the friendlies for uh, the men's national team 
uh, we were like, he all was right. pushing the corner a little bit. Like he was like, <sighs> yeah, like you gotta start I got, him you now. Gotta, you gotta have to give him some time, right? He's playing too well. Yeah, and uh, and but Dome keeps it Dome. He right? said. Uh, <laughs> Lewis remains a work in progress, albeit uh, this isn't him. This is uh, quoting the article by yeah. uh, Christian Dyer. Yeah. He says, Lewis remains a work in progress, albeit a talented one, says NYCFC head coach Durant. Okay, never mind. He did say that. <laughs> uh, he, this is to quote him. It's not enough to do two amazing actions, said the coach in reference to Lewis's uh, uh, assists with the national team. Soccer is about, isn't about what happens when you have the ball, but what happens when you don't have the ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to be honest though, coach. I feel like, and this might be why the team played so badly. I feel like what happens when you have the ball should be pretty important. <laughs> I feel like that maybe is how you lead to sports. Uh, yeah. We got to like maybe prioritize that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not just the defensive coach, right? <laughs> so, um, yes, he did uh, mention that. And he, uh, so, so after he basically, uh, he told, he's basically telling everybody, Relax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he made a couple of little passes here and there. Oh wow! Potential. We've known about that. <laughs> we know he can pass the ball. Yeah, yeah. Right. But he basically said like he's got to get his head on straight. Is essentially what he said. Yeah. And and to quote Dorme, he says, "If you want to become a top player, you have to be focused in in everything in your life." Because I watched the games. He played ten minutes in the second game. He played twenty five minutes. I repeat, it's not enough to do two actions. Soccer in general is about ninety minutes. It is. It is. Is. It is about 90 minutes. It is also about 60 minutes. So, uh, wait, what? If, if this is dumb, man. Right? That's, we, like, we don't He's need. He's like 60 minutes, <laughs> Sunday morning, PTI. We need a dumb translator, yeah. okay? <laughs> what the hell are you saying, dude? I, we, obviously, he's mentioning like that. Even even as a, uh, when he, if he starts and plays 60 minutes, he doesn't do enough to earn that starting role because even though he's a uh, good one on one, he can attack, he doesn't do the things necessary throughout the entire game to uh, earn a, a starting spot or, or, or to earn those 90 minutes. I mean, look, he's got to become way more dedicated to soccer. I mean, it's something that we've heard rumblings of in the past yep. that he doesn't really care. He doesn't focus. He just shows up. He knows he has a lot of talent. He wants to just show up and do fancy stuff. You know what I mean? He doesn't want to put in the work. He doesn't want to be dedicated to soccer on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I get it. You know, I don't think that the greatest players in the world are always like that. Not everyone is Jordan, you know? Sometimes sure. you get a meta world piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, throwing elbows. That still yeah. counts for some. You maybe, need a guy like that on your team. I, maybe you need somebody to fight someone in the stands. <laughs> the wrong guy, too. Like, you you need you need, you need need players like this every once in a while. Like, I, I love Diego Maradona, and no one's going to say that he wasn't completely dedicated to the sport, but there were times. Yeah, he was yeah. a little distracted. <laughs> well, when he didn't have the ball, we'll say. He had maybe an eight ball is what I'm trying to say. Like, you know what I mean? Let's just say he, he provided himself with some, some distractions. Same thing with Ronaldinho. Okay. You know, you know? Some, pe- some people drink Red Bull. Some people do. I'm out of on it. Some people want a Red Bull. He wanted a white horse. You know what I mean? Like there's different things is what I'm saying. You know? So, uh, yeah, this is clearly not the same player. Uh, I can hear the but, Argentinian fans but, typing blue. But, but this is Jonathan Lewis, the, the Jonathan Lewis dilemma to me is a little I think I think they're being a bit harsh on him and, and just, but he's my, also young that's he, what you got to do to a player that's but he's young. also not a maniac right I don't know I, I haven't seen one story of Jonathan Lewis being like wildly irresponsible maybe he's a little it, it might be he, he might be tardy or he may be not uh, be like the most like he's immature maybe a little immature but it, again we're speculating we don't know there's a there was a, a a litany of 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 people a, a long history of people who are known to be a bit of a problem 
but you got to play them, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that Jonathan Lewis is the Diego Costa no. of MLS or the Balotelli or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he's not an he's not an issue. I just think he may be rubbing his coach the wrong way. Yeah, it's like comparatively, you know. Buddy, rub him the right way. Rub him the right way. Get, <laughs> get out there. Play some Jade. <laughs> so the I I just think he's earned at least a little bit of a longer leash. That's all I'm saying. It's just like to, to get the the little amount of minutes that he's gotten, and for the coach to harp on this stuff you know he's publicly always saying he needs to focus on this and immaturity and whatever and i'm paraphrasing but that kind of stuff i'm like he's earned some privacy yeah about that stuff he's playing well enough where you're like all right we're just not gonna uh, you know uh, uh just throw him under the bus Every opportunity somebody asks about him because everyone is asking the questions. And you know how they were, Doma had the flare up with uh, Christian Arreos, right? Right. Uh, and, and everybody who asks about Jonathan, he seems to, he gets annoyed. And it's like, well, it doesn't make sense because he's playing so well. He's, he's a player that people are looking at and going, wow, he's good. You're going to get asked about you're it. You're going to get so prepared to be annoyed a little yeah, bit. That's you're going to get annoyed, bro. <laughs> this ain't Spain. Yeah. Uh, until, I mean, if NYCFC is just crushing and, and wins all their games and they, and they without Jonathan Lewis, then nobody's going to ask. No one's going to care. But but that ain't happening. That's not that one. And he's looking good in a much more pressure situation yeah. than playing in an MLS regular season match, which is mainly when he plays. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's valid. So, uh, oh, I just wanted to before we get to our interview, Kyle. I just wanted to make sure uh, to say thank you to everyone who listened to our interview with Ali Krieger. Oh, we got such great feedback. We got one negative feedback. We got one negative feedback, and this is this is us. We don't have to talk about it, but well, we have to. Of course, because we're, of course we're going to bring it up. We're comedians. We're comedians who cannot. When, when, as soon as we hear like every, it's it's more. If everyone hated it, it'll be like. No, oh, we then, did something then wrong. we did something wrong. But if one person hates it, we're yeah. like... And by the way, this person isn't wrong. What, what <laughs> they suggested did happen, yeah. right? But it wasn't... It was a loud conference. <laughs> so, also, but, this was a rushed interview. Yeah. She basically... Somebody tweeted at us. I think it's a woman. Tweeted at us saying... I don't know who it was. I don't know. I believe it was a woman. But they said, uh, oh, I couldn't... Uh, it's such a terrible interview. You kept talking over her. Shut up and let her speak. Something like that. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if they said shut up. All right. Well, that's how I heard it. <laughs> Uh, I may be paraphrasing. <laughs> Imagine they were like really nice, big fan of the show. No, but so- uh, yeah, we we were not hearing each other really well, and because she didn't have headphones and I didn't have headphones on, only you did. Yeah, like I think we were just talking as yeah, we were yeah. in a group. So the fact that it was in the microphones, it's only when you hear it that you're like, oh. Yeah, that we're a little we, bit of talking over each other. But also, this is not this is not like uh, yeah. you this know isn't a, a sixty sun, minutes a Sunday morning news <laughs> yeah. show. Domi Torrent's not watching this, <laughs> so we're it's a comedy show. Yeah, so, underneath us, you don't hear. So we have uh, you know you have to get your words in, and it's fast and whatever. So sometimes we're gonna talk over each other, yeah. and especially in a loud environment like that, in a in a convention center, it's, it's and also in a very casual interview yes and also where we were genuinely rushed where like there were three people who were like standing her, in front her of handlers us. standing in front of us being just staring at us like how long are you gonna do this she has to go yeah uh so th- yes so to the person who was a little frustrated that we were <laughs> talking over her a little bit uh it happens yeah it's fun we're having a good time hopefully you listen to Ali Krieger was she we were talking over her she was talking over us yeah we had she was making jokes she was she made us laugh 
She's amazing, and she uh, wants to be back on the show again. Uh, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to talk over her next time. Oh, <laughs> okay. my God. But so thank fun. you so much for uh, we, maybe there's some new listeners that we have that are listening to the show. Thank you, who are fans of Ali Krieger. Thank you uh, for, for sticking with us. Uh, she's uh, the best. and She I, absolutely is. And we're going to do, if you are a fan of, uh, you know, uh, other NWSL players or women's national team players that you think we should be, that should be on the show, let us know. Let us know what you think. We, we want to talk to, uh, you know, she mentioned uh, Megan Rapinoe and, and, uh, uh, and Klingenberg and stuff like that. Yeah. So we want to have fun conversations like that to show a side, you know, the, uh, women's, uh, women's soccer players, professional soccer players, whatever need, we want to bring comedy to that world as well. Yeah. Uh, and so, so top of our list is Ali Krieger. Yes. Back on second, JJ Watt's girlfriend, <laughs> Alehi, Ohio, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, let's get her on. Dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was gonna say Abby Wambach, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. no, of course, Alex Morgan. Yeah, Carly, they're on there. Carly Lloyd. They're all on there. <laughs> top of the list, Ali. Second. <laughs> JJ Watt's girl, <laughs> oh hi, and JJ Watt on the show. We gotta, yeah. we gotta, uh, you know, so she can put him on her. In, in, and JJ Watt, JJ Watt doesn't get a microphone. He's gotta, <laughs> he's gotta grab Ohai's when she's not talking. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so uh, yeah, so thank you again for that. And all right, so let's get to our interview with Kyle Martino. This let's happened. Do that. This happened in Chicago for the United Soccer Coaches Convention. Thank you again for the United Soccer Coaches uh, uh, inviting us out there. And, and he was a blast. He was relaxed. He's trying to push soccer in in, in the hood and on basketball. Yeah, Street FC, uh, which is if you uh, are in soccer Twitter or soccer Instagram, you may have seen uh, Street FC, which is also that goal thing he has. Yes, that's right. Uh, golfer. 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 So it, it is, uh, he has a, a new project where he's trying to uh, do what basically happens in Europe, where uh, on basketball courts, there is a, a goal under it, like a, a metal cage basically yeah. under it, so that it can be used for both sports. In other words, they put a basketball goal over the soccer goal. They put a basketball rim over it. That's right. That's right. So he's trying to do that here and he uh, created this Cool, really cool system, uh, which he will explain uh, a bit about, uh, you know, about it on on our interview. But uh, I I got to play a couple games in in Street FC. Uh, we we talked before it was uh, quote unquote Street FC. I was already playing it when he was getting started, yeah. and I was getting nutmegged by Leko Skandarian. Yeah, uh, my yeah. my my he's just my this is a villain in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just he's my the enemy. bane of your existence. <laughs> my bane, bane, not bane. Oh, there you go. Is <laughs> Bane? It's bane of my existence, not wow. bane of Well, you. I was thinking bane. Yeah, I think you all know why. <laughs> um, but they're really dope. If you're in New York, and maybe he'll end up doing this in other cities, but if you're in New York uh, and you you know follow Street FC, uh, I think it's The Street FC on uh, on both uh, platforms, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and you can hear about it because the games are like, he, he'll he'll announce it like the day before. and it's Yeah, like, they just happen anywhere and, and happen everywhere. At, it literally, it's like in different locations. It's almost like an improv everywhere, but for soccer. Right. Right? Uh, there, there was a cool one that they did at uh, Washington Square Park. Washington Square Park is the one I was thinking of when I said they play yeah. it like anywhere. They, they just like have they have a space. Yeah. And, and then, they just and put you, it together again. And professionals might show up. And what, yeah, it's you, pretty dope. You, you never know. So You might get nutmeg. You might get nutmeg by Leko Skandarian. Yeah. Now, and, we can, and then the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then we will combine our efforts. <laughs> to, to really bring him down. Uh, so uh, so this, uh, so next up is our interview with Kyle Martino at the United Soccer Coaches Convention. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to the episode. We just want to give you a word from our sponsors, us and you. And you. Thank you so much to all the, a bunch of new people have been uh, signing up for uh, Gully Squad. Yeah, we got some people from Europe From now. Europe. Wow. Crazy. You, we speak so negatively about those Europeans. Shh, not in the ad, Christian. <laughs> not in the ad. I'm sorry. We love Europeans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> give us all those pounds and euros. <laughs> no, but uh, thank you so much for uh, joining up. And uh, we, so you can go to soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad if you want to help to support the show be a part of the secret super secret facebook group that may or may not exist yeah, uh, you never know you never know and uh and like we uh we had mentioned uh i think last week or two weeks ago that we have a, a nice surprise for all the gully squad members yeah uh so it's if, coming soon it's coming soon so uh we just want to get you uh you know uh, wet your appetite a little Ooh. bit <laughs> <laughs> Why are you pointing at my That's not my appetite Christian <laughs> But yeah If you're a Gully Squad member You're going to get a nice gift um, But the gift uh, That you get uh, Besides what may come in the mail Is you get to Possibly be a member Of that super secret uh, uh, Facebook group But also you get to help us out So it's a, it's a big help to us It's what gets us To all these different cities We get to do content We get to talk to these teams We want to do more of that We want to give you guys More content each week The way we do that Is with a little help From you guys Gully Squad is that Be a part of Gully Squad Help us get more content For the show you tell us what you want to hear and see on this show, exactly. and we'll do it. So go to go to soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad, or you can just go to soccercooligans.com, and you'll see it right up at the top. Join Gully Squad. Put some numbers in there, and let's get this thing growing. Yeah, baby, we're back. Yes. Come on. This is. I mean, this is just a parade of stars at this point. <laughs> Who's coming? I know, right? You heard the voice. I mean. You know, you get you get a lot of credit for how well you play. No one gives you enough credit for how silky that voice is. Ooh. Well, you know, Wait, I, so hold on. If you don't know who this voice <laughs> is, I mean, where are you? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and the only, unless you're driving. Tom Martino, everybody. You might know me from such shows as <laughs> Beverly yeah. on NBC. He's got a monocle on. He's snapping his fingers. You know what's funny? You say that. Um, someone said that. Like, I, I was rep by CAA, and someone said, "You got a great voice. You should you should do some voiceover work." So I I got they got me a voiceover agent, and I yeah. went on probably like thirty voiceover auditions and never got close to landing any of them because you need a voice and you kind of need to be able to act. No, I you, couldn't do either of those. Yeah, I actually, I do both and I think so voiceovers hard. are harder because you have to act with just your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Like you still have to be in the character in, in order your to underwear, which is the beauty of that yeah, job. Yeah, that's a beautiful is, thing. Someone isn't told it? me there's like four voiceover guys that do like ninety percent of yeah. all the work. When that guy from in in, in a world, when that yeah. guy died, oh. it's like Five Open. people stepped yeah. into that one position, and everyone else gets like little things. And now it's mostly like John Hamm gets to do Mercedes commercials. Get out of our lives! Come on, taking jobs from people that need them. Well, Kyle Martino, welcome uh, to the show. Which, by the way, John Hamm has a part, has a uh, blog just about his bulge. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't know that, but I'm, well, I'm going to subscribe. He also, let's be clear, he didn't make it. You say uh, it like that for sure. <laughs> no. No, you can't prove that. Because if it was mine, it's a burner pod. <laughs> it was a burner pod. If he, it's a blog, not a podcast. Oh, <laughs> listening oh, to sorry. me. All right, Kyle, where's your head at? I thought it was just him talking about his bulge. That's we, hilarious. Week yeah. after week. Although, yeah. with his voice, it's probably a yeah. great, it's great idea. That and Ted Talks. Yeah, yeah. nice. Well, Kyle Martino, we are not here, we're not here to talk about John Hamm's bulge. We're here to talk about We're here to talk about your bulge. Sir, I'm kidding. Uh, we <laughs> we are here. To, we're at the United Soccer Coaches Conference, and we are here to talk. They're, they're, you're you're doing a lot of things. So if you uh, if you want to talk about the first thing that you're most proud of and excited to be here, uh, you know, uh, uh, about what is what is that thing that I'm not here this time trying to get votes. Yes, yeah. yes, I yes. can't tell you how much more fun the convention is when you're not <laughs> walking around. Bro, you got close though. I got I got close. 
I was I was yes a second second place second yeah. place which well, which was know, about like I'll take that did I'll, you think you were gonna win be honest no ah. but there was a moment where we like my team and my team was incredible thanks my man there, um, <laughs> my team was incredible and and so many people put so much time into that campaign I mean I had like 40 volunteers behind me and there was a moment where like. In it, I think this happens in like in every startup or every exciting thing that, that anyone ever does or like or a comedy career big or a comedy <laughs> career where you sat there and you and you let belief yes. come you know, like flood hope. in hope and hope became and there was real. a moment where like we sat there and everyone kind of looked at each other and we were all quiet and it was like a great day and we had a lot of cool things and we and and someone said we're gonna win. And I was like, <laughs> don't, don't, the, don't, the, don't, the don't inspiring say. music goes on. And like, no, I joke, but honestly, the like um, the goal for the, the goal I designed is is what is what I'm yeah. so proud of, and um, it it it's not why I'm here, but I'm so lucky that I was able to unveil it here. And you uh, and talk about that a little bit more because you're you, also doing two things here, though. Yeah, you're also here promoting Street FC. Yeah, so I'm here doing three things. Yeah, three um, things. And then, you know, and then obviously I've got, I've, got a, I've got a stand-up slot tonight. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Christian yeah. and I are barely doing one thing. You know what I mean? And you're, you're doing, doing well. Things. You're doing well. <laughs> so, um, Golfer we'll get to. Street FC we'll get to. Street Soccer USA is the nonprofit that um, after the election I was honored. They asked me to chair. Been around for 10 years. Um, incredible organization. Started by two brothers, Lawrence and Rob, that that had their house burned down in Charlotte over a decade ago and were Jeez. homeless overnight. And used soccer... Um, to get back on their feet, and it's amazing what they built, and it's changing the lives of so many kids in our program. So I'm here to speak on a grassroots panel um, with Lawrence and others doing great things in the grassroots space tomorrow. Um, Street FC is the easy, easiest way to describe it. That um, I don't love this way to describe it, but it is the easiest to conceptualize it. Is the soul cycle of pickup soccer? It's an amazing, <laughs> like yeah. you know, just tight pants. You know, gold bikes. No, no, no. Um, it's um, kind of like a cult. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's an on-demand, very um, specific format, inclusive pick on-demand pickup soccer game that that is played on hard surfaces. Yeah, so and I, I got that's to, fun. I got I, to I love that one. I got to play once in oh, the yeah. beginning. The well, beginning that was before. Like we, I mean, we were, we yeah. were we were priests. That was a startup startup. Yes, exactly. And I got to see it and I got to experience. You were part of the proof of concept. Yes. 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 <laughs> but uh, uh, w and when I first heard about it, I'm like, okay, cool. Cal Martino's posting, asking people to come out to uh, you know play some pickup. I'm like, all right, a bunch of Cal Martino's fans and friends will go out and play. But apparently, everyone who is a, a supporter of Cal Martino is also a professional soccer player. All right? <laughs> I didn't expect all that. Well, we had just finished recording an episode and Christian's like, I think I'm going to go do this pickup game. And Christian's like, do you want to go? I'm like, I'm not going to playing against Cal Martino. <laughs> I shouldn't even be playing against two-year-olds. <laughs> like, look at me. I'm not going to play against Cal Martino. And he's like, I think I'm going to go. And then all I heard about is he got nutmegged like 58 times. I got nutmegged by Aleko Escondari and I still have not forgiven I'll him. I'll tell you this. I, I tend to, I tend to um, stock certain games and, and curate a, a pretty high-level fun experience. <laughs> but um, you showing up is what it's all about because yeah. what I'm building is is a, a, a inclusive um gender neutral age neutral quality of of play neutral where everyone has a place to go to belong everyone joins a club that they feel a part of something special and and then you be in the game that you're supposed to be in yeah. so there's a lot we're so excited to show people dennis crowley um who started foursquare is my partner in it we're just we're pumped because i believe in it but you always believe in you know what you come up with and you think sure. you're like the smartest person ever and 95 of that's terrible this thing is 
Look it's at look, special. Look, look at this. We came up with this podcast. So look at the sign. Look what's that? It's the funniest soccer podcast. <laughs> you knew it was going to succeed alone, right? Yeah. So okay. That, that that I'm I'm so excited. I have to be kind of coy because there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff we're building, and it's going to be out soon, and it's going to be awesome, and you guys are going to be a part of it. But um, the golf the golfer is kind of the last the last piece of of why I'm here. Yeah, and we, so that that's a thing that we talk about a lot because in a lot of other countries, uh, ba- all basketball courts all are pretty much it's like soccer fields with back with, with, back with backboards yeah, on there. They allow them to put hoops over their soccer exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, here's the thing. So golfer, if you don't know, during your campaign you talked a lot about over-unders, yeah. which is the combination of a soccer goal, like a small soccer goal for a five-a-side yep. uh, with a basketball rim on top. So you can still play basketball. Which isn't my idea. I mean, you know, no. Like you said, yeah. that's but that was a part of world. your campaign. You were it talking about big, it. Well, I'll but, say, for, but we're from the hood. So for us, this is huge because this is a way to get like hood kids in the in the soccer, or at least give them the ability well, to play. It's it's not a way you can. It's a way literally every kid is accessing the game yeah. everywhere in the world, regardless of your, of your socioeconomic status. Right. That that stripped down pickup winner stays. Yeah. That's that's the pure like acoustic session. Right. You know, like Eric Clapton. I mean, that's, that's where you that's get the like, flair. That's where you see yeah. like the beauty of the game, untouched, creative, and. And it's and it's an amazing world, and it's organic, and it's beautiful. Here we have to curate it and and, and help it a little bit because Can I just stop you for one second because country. in our shot is Jimmy Conrad's behind. Is that, <laughs> I 100% thought you were just doing podcasts only. Oh no, that's no, no, okay. Right he's trying to get an underwear deal. <laughs> yeah, we, he's wearing wet Mac Weldon, so that's pretty yeah, good. He is wearing Mac Weldon's. <laughs> I mean, no one. Every day we're looking I mean, Dante Washington's the only one that can compete with something <laughs> so beautiful. You could bounce a header against Mexico off of it. I mean, it is beautiful. <laughs> perfect, perfect segue. Second time they've interrupted. He's interrupted. Second a video. time. It's First on time purpose. he took his shirt off. So thank God he didn't double up. Uh, so, what what do you think the goal of Golfer is? It's you're not going to convert every basketball court in America. How do you how do you begin this process? Well, first off. Don't tell me I'm. Don't tell me I'm not gonna do that. Oh god! Yeah. Let's go. No, go fight you. Listening when I go. Yeah. Damn it! She's like, I'm oh, never well. gonna have them. Yeah, yeah, I'm never gonna drive a Phantom. Yeah, so, um, so here, here is here is the the here is the success. The success is in shifting a paradigm to help people understand uh, the, the the basketball basketball court you see, the tennis court you see, the blacktop you see that's dormant, that's not being used, that's inactive. Um, we can activate it, and it takes innovation to to bring it to life for someone else. Right. And I'll say this: follow the skateboard crowd. If you ever want to see how you turn anything into yeah. what you want, sure. they've been doing it for years, right? So. It's funny. I kind of like you know. It's it, it's like when 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 like rats leave a ship and you know it's sinking. You know, not to call skateboarders rats. I love you guys, but like they, they're predictive and prescient and they know the space to get to. Yeah, yeah. And and they 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 get this bad rap, but they turn something that wasn't being used into something beautiful that people love to watch and people love to do. So golfer is going to convert basketball courts, tennis courts, handball courts, blacktops into multi-sport surfaces so that kids get to decide what they're going to play on the day. You don't tell them what they're going to play. Right. And by the way, the basketball community we have is beautiful. I yeah. love basketball. One of my closest friends is, is um, has become Steve Nash because I, I dream of being a basketball player and always wanted to, and he always wanted to be a soccer player. And right. we have this, like, fun, man, I wish I was I was you. And, and, and well, now so, you should start calling the NBA Finals because he gets to call the Champions League. <laughs> right. exactly. no, Who I'm is I'm pitching for that. Somebody <laughs> Adam Silver, hook me up. Yeah. So, um, so what, what I want to do is say, 
this I want to push back on a few on a few ideas. One, that the game has to be played on this beautiful grass or, or turf field in this huge space. They're, they're limited. They're difficult to get to, and typically there's a large cost associated with. Of course, I want to push up that grass. Is I want insane. to push back against that. I also want to push back against this idea that you need to specialize in a sport at a young age. No, you don't. Don't do it. Kids play as many sports as you can for as long as you possibly can. Right. Steve didn't start playing basketball until he was 13, two-time NBA MVP. So what, what Wait, I want I Goldford to do— I started playing basketball before him, and he was an MVP. <laughs> I mean, you still have a chance. Man. Yeah, <laughs> Anything's so, possible. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Keep trying. So, I couldn't go, even dunk on the goal you're going to put below the basketball. <laughs> yeah. So is there, is there an agenda? Yeah, my agenda is the greatest sport on the planet. I know through through just attrition and, and inertia is going to continue to grow here, but— I, I'm going to plant all these little seeds that activates the communities that are full of kids that need the power of sport, full of kids that are going to be incredible players, full of kids that just deserve to find something that's so loving and so accepting and decide what they want to play on the day and play and play multiple sports. And we could do it tomorrow. We just need people to start saying, yeah, so golfer was the, okay, it's not an abstract idea anymore. Give me a yes and I'll give you a goal. Okay. I mean, it, shouldn't it just be golfer street FC? So you know, the they kind of seem like they yeah, overlap. So they, they, they overlap, and in, in, in the kind of Venn diagram of this business plan, these are two separate businesses that, that, that benefit from one another. Both of them are moving people towards this idea of you don't need, um, not exclusively, because this isn't anti-coaching, this isn't anti-competitive sports, this isn't anti-soccer fields with grass or turf. Yeah, this is extracurricular. Yeah, this is this is you should be doing this all the time to supplement all of that other stuff. And by the way, maybe it's the only stuff you're doing if you're not one of the talented few or the arbitrarily chosen yeah. few that get to go up the pyramid. So this should be the world that you participate in in recreational, fun, inclusive, easy, cheap pickup soccer. And this is but this is something that can can change a little bit like the identity of a community just by having the option 100% of it being there. The the, the kids themselves can grow up in you can meet new friends. You can, you know, like-minded individuals. Totally. It, it can do a, it's it's more than just soccer, well, which listen, is what, soccer, why it's great. I grew up in tough streets of Westport, Connecticut. I mean, oh, I, I was in a very sheltered world growing up and we came from an Italian American blue collar immigrant background that my dad was the first to become successful and our, like my life was going from living in a room with all my brothers in a terrible house to like oh my god this house is huge yeah and and I lost I lost the the real world at some point because I, I didn't have access to perspective okay and, and and so the world's getting scary because people are upset with people they've never met and they don't and they, they don't understand and they don't take the time to appreciate soccer introduced me to a Caribbean culture a Latino culture and and honestly changed the way I see the world in a way that's made me such a, a, a better person, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, so this isn't only about let's get inner city kids and low-income people playing. Let's get that, everybody. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. That, that's huge, and I and I care about that so much, and, and I'm passionate about it because they're being discriminated against. But we need the, the wealthy and closed off to, to be educated and interact and use a conduit like sport, which is kind of the last bastion of people with diametrically so, opposed so positions that, sitting next yeah. to them. So that they can become yes. better dancers uh, by meeting all these Latino people. Loosen up these rich white people's hips. <laughs> exactly. Okay, get out. Well, there. You Samba. By the way, CEOs and and um, and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and senators, everything is looking different. Yeah. The world is moving, and it's you know was it Martin Luther King that said the arc of of you know justice is long. Or the arc of um, history is long, but it bends towards justice. Yeah. We're getting there, and yeah. we're facing some pretty ugly things to get there. Sport is the most powerful vehicle. So Street FC and Golfer 
are using profit motive and bringing people that want to make money. And listen, there's nothing wrong with capitalism if you can take that innovation, open things up for good, yeah. and reinvest things back into communities and, and, and have substantive leave behinds. Well, here's the thing I think that's important is when we started this podcast, we said there wasn't people who sounded like us. No one was talking the way we talk and no one talked to us when we were kids about soccer because everything that was was more for a different crowd, I'll yeah. say. Street FC, it's right in the name, street. I mean, if I had a place to go and play that wasn't, I had one park where I could play and it was like adult Central American dudes that were playing. There was no Cubans there. They showed me how to play a little bit enough for me to get on a team. And it was like, they took me under their wing, but these were adults. If there was a place for us kids to pick a basketball court and kick the ball around but, and play with my friends, I would have been able to learn at my own totally, pace. Totally. You know? and, here's, and here's the most important part of that, and I agree with all that, it was really well said, is um, I got asked in my playing career, I was a, t a, a, a specific type of player that was kind of unique. I, I had this kind of, this flair that was in Congress with, you know, white kid from Westport, Connecticut. And like I a Jack Wilshire. I, English, but he played like a Spaniard. You were like this white guy, but you had I this flair. I played like a Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had this flair. <laughs> And I was like, why? The why? why? I know, and the reason why, and I would say, like, I give all my creativity and all my development, all of that credit, for the most part, goes to the to the Caribbean guys that allowed a skinny white kid from Westport to come into that gym. Edson Buttle brought me one day, and his dad Winston said, "Go for it." And 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 the Latino guys in Bridgeport, Connecticut, when you go into that gym, and it costs next to nothing to go into it, it was a. It, and Sir Matt Busby, the great Manchester United coach, has a saying: if if you're if you're good enough, you're old enough. It, it was a come in, the only thing we care about is can you actually come out here yeah. and can yeah, you yeah. play? And I learned so much. And like those gyms exist in a competitive sense and they exist in no one can kick and trap a ball. Yeah. And that's the beauty of, of this yeah. game is it doesn't I, matter. It, you don't have to qualify for it. Right. And you should never have to qualify for and, it. So Stacey brings it to everyone. And I've guarded Car Martino on the pitch and I'm like, this guy got some sauce. Yeah, right? yeah, this yeah. guy can move. <laughs> Every time he runs past me, I hear what steel drum. <laughs> what, would my, what would my N1 name be? Your N1? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, right? You can't be the professor or something like that. What about Silky Burns? <laughs> nah, yo. Like Mr. Burns, like body type, but, but Silky. Nah, you'd be like, uh, you'd be Beef Patty. <laughs> yo, yo, Beef, beef Patty. Beef Patty. Beef, patty. <laughs> beef, patty. <laughs> beef sauce. Yeah. Well, Beans and rice. Kyle, this. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. What's your street FC My street FC Everybody gets a nickname. Okay, so. Real quick, best one gets a T-shirt. Your your campaign was the the first time. Uh, I think we both we both paid attention to the process itself of, of how U.S. Say it the way we wanted. We gave a shit about we who the president was. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so many people did for the first time, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So my curious my curiosity really wants to know just from you what what was the thing that you felt the most like. What 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 walls were there that that prevented you from from outside of just getting the votes? Because it seemed like when the votes came in, we didn't understand. Like, well, based on the optimism of the of the Martino platform, it seems like more people should have been interested in some change and some progress. But it seems like you, American soccer, U.S. soccer, that's not really the 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 motive to, so to change. Let me um. I, I, I may have said this, but I don't think in an interview yet. So let, let me let me give you the breaking soundbite. Um, I knew the night before the election I lost. Whoa. Um, because I knew the athletes were blocking for Carlos Cordero. And here's the problem. Blaming the athletes is a shortcut to thinking. Uh, was I heartbroken? And, and 
and did I feel betrayed? Of course. Um, but this idea that they're on the take and, and, and it's this whole inside conspiracy thing is, is so far from the truth. And so many of them um, take time out of their professional careers, fly all over the place to, to try to fix and help govern the game. So I, I push back against that. And there are a few of them that, that acted um, in personal interest against me and against what's good for the game. And, and we won't have relationships again. And that's sad. But... But, but I, I, I made an assumption that I was going to get their support yeah, because yeah. I was an athlete, and that's my fault. So I, that was, I finally was able to have the humility to say, um, them not voting for you was not, they made, the, they made a terrible choice. Like, you know, I can't believe yeah. they would do that. That's, that's so stupid. Some of it was my bad because yeah. I made an assumption that I didn't take the time to go to the most important group to help them see. So I, I, if you, I, before you continue, why do you think you weren't chosen by the players. Not specifically what did someone else do. Is there anything from your campaign that you thought struck a chord with them that they were couldn't vote well, for you? I think um listen, I, I had I had outside of Carlos um uh, the most support from them. Um but once they block, it doesn't matter. Right. Because yeah. it was never going to be an individual thing. Um the reason they didn't vote for me and I can see it now and 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 I if I if I think if I was in their shoes I probably would have felt the same way is um, the lack of the lack of experience is a leap of faith so so someone who has has someone who didn't graduate from college who who sits on TV and talks sometimes not even cogently or coherently about the game Putting that person in charge of an organization that size with a $300 million budget is a massive leap of faith. So right. that one I understand, I accept. And here's the thing, um, that they knew Carlos and a lot of them had worked with him. And Carlos is a good guy. And Carlos, um, if you sit and have, have coffee with him and talk with him, he's very, very smart. Um, he's, a, he's a compassionate person. He, um, he had a lot of support within that group because they'd spent a lot of time with him. So I think their leap felt better with him to say, He's going to be different than what came before. And the disappointment of him not getting things done on the inside before, we're going to give him a pass and we're going to give him an opportunity to succeed. So I still give him that, that I still hope. I mean, I think it's ridiculous to root against him. I still hope the athletes are right. I really do. And at this point, the most important thing about the election is they're activated. Fans are activated. We have elections that will always be challenged from here on out. Everybody's paying attention. The, the, the biggest thing that's broken that upset me throughout the whole thing was knowing that I was going to lose the night before was based on a system um, that is incredibly insular and, and, and the patronage that makes it easy to do that calculus the night before and know it's over is based on such a small group of people that, that are not representative of the membership having such a weighted vote and influence on what should be a democratic process. Yeah, it's really hard for if it's even we were paying attention and it was very difficult during the there he is. Sure, yeah. talk at some point. Jimmy Conrad. Unbelievable. I mean, it's just sparse chest hair. Yeah. Two thousand. By the way, every time it's a serious conversation <laughs> for having. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, last play, time we were talking about how there's not enough uh, black people in the game, and he walks by with a shirt. I, I will say, I saw one of the most Forward remarkable. Forward Madison, everybody. Yeah. One of the most remarkable things Jimmy Conrad can pull off is he can make he can make. Um, having no pecs still look manly. <laughs> it's like, it looked manly, didn't it? Yeah. You know, it just looked, he looked. Yeah, it's like some, having no pecs is better than having boobs. So, sorry, everybody. That's why I don't take my shirt off. Uh, <laughs> Go out of your way. Yeah, no, please. Have no, fun. Take your time, Jimmy. We're not doing it. Um, 
when how much heat be honest you don't have to name names but how much heat did you take when you came out with the pro rel 2030 thing here, you took here, here so so a ton, a ton of heat and and i got an incredible <laughs> amount of um internal pressure did you get a couple of texts from friends like yo what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah 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 it was, it was, i mean it's, it was the political third rail and listen anything i said during the election which this might be one of the reasons i i lost um, I, I just, I'm not a good politician. So I, I would say something when I believed it, and that's not a really good political strategy, yeah. right? So um, when, you, when you're- Unless it's like insane and about a wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Only, the only wall Yo, you I'd Russia be building is a, five, <laughs> is a five-man wall. But Why didn't you let Russia help you win the election? <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, next God. time, next yeah. time. Next one. Zuckerberg, oh. I'll yeah. call you. Yeah. So, um, so here, here's here's the thing that, that about that that was actually interesting about that. The pro rel people, um, I I believe in what they're doing, and some of them are incredible, and they fought such an amazing fight, and they're out there um, all day trying to get what what we should have a sporting meritocracy that opens up the game for everyone. Um, it, it's a proven system that even though we're a different culture, will will work. I promise you, it can't be switched on overnight. Right. But but the problem is they, they've become so vitriolic and, and so tribal. That they are eating their own. Yes. So I came out. I came out, which didn't help me politically at all, and said I'm for promotion relegation. And the biggest attacks I took was from the pro rel crowd. Of course, because you didn't say tomorrow. Yeah. You said and, 23rd. And here, yeah. Here's like where these guys. It's just I can't with them. Some of them are celebrities based off of it. And I promise you, because I've talked to them personally. Um, the, the, I, I don't think they genuinely want it to happen because overnight they're, they become they're gone. They, they, lose, they become irrelevant. They lose yeah, their, yeah, yeah. 100%. So, um, I asked some of them, okay, I believe in it. What's your plan? N crickets. They, they don't have plans. They have they have um, they pontificate. torches. That's it, yeah. Right? And so you are never going to and you will never get promotion relegation with a sledgehammer. It has to be a scalpel that you really come up with a very fine line and a plan. I was the only one that actually put a plan forward on how to pull it off. Yeah. And got crushed by promotion relegation people about how long um, it's going to take. On and, both sides. You oh, got so crushed I, on I, both like, sides. There was no win for me about saying that. Yeah. And why I said it was because I believe it, not not to get some political win. So we need it. It's so important. Uh, you I think pushed, it'll ever happen? I, I, it absolutely will happen because... It, it is happening. The mousetrap outside of a model, and I love MLS, and I am not, I'm not going to sit here and bash. Listen, Don and I butted heads several times during the election. There are things I, I, I disagree wholeheartedly, and we're diametrically opposed in a lot of things. And there are a lot of things he's done a great job in growing the yeah. brand. So calling him a victim or calling him a villain and, and saying he, you know he's a part it's of a mafia. It's just not true. It's just not only is it not true, it's not helpful. No. So, um, so, so. MLS has a great model that, un unfortunately, um, it, it, it can't last because it's predicated on this notion that you always have someone new coming in willing to buy in, someone new coming in willing to buy in. And it's not really revenue. You know, a franchise fee is not revenue. You share revenue, so you're basically allowing someone to come in and profit share and give you money so you're not diluted, right? So ultimately, how you improve the game, affinity is grown locally. Now the Atlanta thing's amazing and it's beautiful and it's based off of an amazing MLS owner and so many things that we can that yeah. we can break down. But affinity affinity has grown locally. So if we think long term MLS is going to compete with the Premier League, with La Liga, with Bundesliga, when they have wage bills where Stoke City's wage bill two seasons ago when they got relegated was more than the entire MLS, you're not overnight going to close that quality gap. So where you do it is by people feeling they belong and they own it and it's down the street and it's theirs. MLS can't grow into every market. So 
you have to use that, that incredible platform pyramid trickle down, which works in the sports world when it's done based off of rewarding teams that, that perform. And it's one of the reasons I bought into promotion relegation with Mallorca as an owner. We, we got relegated in our first season. We were in Segunda B, which, by the way, there's 80 teams. I mean, getting out of that, it's a quagmire. Yeah. But it's the most beautiful and special moment to see a club that has fans that love it regardless of what league they're in and support it and, and dream one day. Forget winning a title like Leicester. Dream one day, they'll be back in the big time. Yeah. That, the power of that and how that improves every single game, the quality you see you on the TV, the development, yeah. it, 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 is, it is an incredible tool not being utilized. And if I went into MLS owners and I got a chance to pitch it to them, no one's going in and pitching it to them. People are only pitching why it's a terrible idea to them. I, I promise you enough owners now get it and, and want it and they're not the majority yet, get it and want it enough to start conversations to come up with a plan. Here's my thing. We had someone on this podcast, we did an interview while we were here, who was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't understand these new fans from the last five years. If Premier League started tomorrow, there would be no promotion or relegation. Very different. I mean, this is a very old school guy. And we're sitting here thinking like, well, we're talking to the guy or one of the guys that when the fans are like, it'll never change because of the people at the top. This is one of those dudes. You know what I mean? Who, who, who are we, who are we Ke- Can oh, we say? Kevin yeah. Payne. Kevin Payne. Okay. Yeah. And, and so listen, I, I, I like Kevin. Kevin's another one. I've got a long, a long relationship. I've known Kevin for a while. We got in, in, in screaming fights just like Don and I did during during the election. But both of them have done really, really good That's things thing. for soccer. Yeah. And, so and we so talk about it. It's like, how do you honor that? that? How do you honor that but also be like, Yo, I think we could take the ball from here and carry yeah, it a little further. Like, How do you do that? It's tough. That's politics, right? So yeah. one day Don's not going to be the commissioner of Major League Soccer anymore. And when he leaves, I hope people can, just like with Sunil, you, you can be upset. You, you can say you made this mistake, you made that mistake, you should have done this. But to say that you, you didn't do good things for the game is wrong and um, I think unfair. And it makes it harder for us to have discourse with the, the power brokers because when you scream at them and you call anyone a villain and you put and you and you and you create a conspiracy theory in a van that drives by to show that people are crooks yeah. no one's gonna sit and listen to you I forgot about did they do that this year they I don't know the year. beauty of this convention is that I don't the, care but you know I've had really good discussions you're with like, Don you're like put a goal in the van I don't care what's in <laughs> I've had really good discussions with Don I've had really good discussions with Kevin where ultimately we've agreed to disagree but we've done it in a way where where we can start that conversation again you know, and and that's that's what has to happen. We need to have someone in the in the rebel crowd, if you yeah, want to right. call it, that that understands. You, you you need to you need to broker this. You're not going to storm the gates. It's not happening. Yeah, yeah. And at, at the very least, I think your your campaign. Uh, I think when we look back and it, say pro rel does happen, or, or or there are major changes in American soccer, I think people will look back at, at your campaign and say like, hey, this was the the a pivotal moment in some in 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 some sort of change and pushing for some progress in a way that makes some sense because it was it was the first time I read uh you you know your platform I read what everything you put out and I'm like okay this well, is this I seems couldn't, I couldn't believe I, I was like astounded I, I I spent and thank you so much to all the fans that supported through Kickstarter or whatever um I spent a ton of money to get some incredible minds together for a two day summit in New York to put together that progress plan and and didn't think for a second it was a competitive advantage I just assumed of course everyone's gonna say how they're gonna do this right yeah. Yeah. you're not gonna just gonna stand there and say I'm gonna like I'm gonna get women equal pay and I'm gonna you know no one's gonna pay to play the game and yeah. we're gonna How, win the world though? cup yeah, it's like yeah love it how yeah, yeah. So, so i the fact that like 
no one stepped up to really put together any anything substantive that now we could say, remember you promised this, remember you said you'd do this, yeah. remember that I did that as a, in two years, if I didn't do this stuff, yeah. come come hold, to hold the me. soccer house yeah. Yeah. And, and literally like drag me out you mean, and say, you mean what's that, going on? You mean that castle that they're yeah. standing yeah. yeah. <laughs> there? That moated, that moated <laughs> soccer house. But listen, that was not me. I, I just, I can... I'm 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 loud. I'm passionate. I'm 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 creative. I can bring people together. That was everyone else. L- listen, just like Don's not the one keeping promotion relegation from happening. No one person is going to switch it on. Yeah. 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 So so we we can't live in this world where like man like, you know we gotta we gotta find Neo. Like where is he? Like <laughs> yeah. you know if we find him. There's like, no we're, there's we're, no golden bullet. There's no, 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 no yeah. There's la- no needle in the la- haystack. Last thing uh, before we let you go. You had one of the greatest Instagram months uh, in history of Instagram. Your 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 quest, your quest to, be, to be verified. To, your quest to be verified on Instagram was one of the most entertaining give me, things. Give me a comedic cr- critique. <laughs> you incredible, incre- crushing so it. So much that we were angry, dude. So, uh, Get out of our business, <laughs> man. I was like, wow. Th- I'm glad he lost that election, man. <laughs> Wait, the, the worst part about it was, and I'll tell you how it started. I'd been off of Instagram for a long time and I got back on and while I was gone, you had this verified, like you could apply to get verified. And so someone said, oh yeah, just you apply. And when you apply, you have to send them a picture of your license, which like, I mean, I'm not like a tinfoil hack guy, but I'm like, am I really sending my license to yeah. these people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. Like, I'll, I'll acquiesce, I'll go for it. And then I got denied. And I was like, what? what? It's yeah, like no, when you do the pity date and get stood st- <laughs> off. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. We so keep getting denied. The first yeah. one, I like, didn't even think about doing it. But the first one, I was walking into my stu- um, dressing room and I saw my name. And I was like, let me do this. This will be funny. But then, then I started to think how often during the day you have to you have to verify yourself and say, you know, no, that's me. Like, yeah, I'm Kyle. And so I just was like coming up with all these ridiculous ways. The, to the, the moment you were like at dinner with your wife, you're like, oh look, who's here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My wife. And it was She's always verified. someone I verified too. I, just yeah. Always, yeah. I was so jealous. I I'm am like, insecure. That's what we should have done. Well, yeah. I am insecure, but now I've got no material. Yeah, my yeah. Instagram sucks now. Yeah, comedy's hard. Comedy's yeah. hard, Kyle. Yeah. 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 It's not just the first five, buddy. It's not just your first album. You got to write a second one. Yeah, not at all. Oh well, congratulations. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. It was a good pilot. Developed a lot of characters. I got one more question though. Who's the best Robbie out of the two? Oh, come on. <laughs> you, what are you going to ask next, which is my very kid? Yeah. Uh, you know you got one because that name just popped in your head, and I'm not asking. <laughs> For me, there's only one Robbie, and that's not an Either. individual one. I think of it as there's only one oh, Robbie. Oh, the two of them are one Robbie? Robbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. He really is a politician. Don't, don't listen to what he says. It's Robbie Earl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it. He's our favorite, too. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Martino, thank you so much no, uh, for taking me. some time with us. Make everyone, uh, make sure, follow Kyle Martino. Yeah, where, hold on. Where do they get the, the three oh, things? Oh, wait, that was last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the three things. Where, uh, Street FC, Street Gopher, 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 and Street Well, here's the last thing. Soccer. The call to action is go go, go um, eventually here soon. Gopher, the presentation is going to be out um, yeah. on the web. Go tell a story. Like, get people excited. Get principals of schools, parks and rec people, your friend, your neighbor, the postman. Get everyone excited about that. Street FC is coming soon, so follow at the Street FC because we got games coming for everyone. And then um, Street Soccer USA, go to the website, uh, streetsoccerusa.org, and and donate, help, um, you know, volunteer. All, all, all amazing. And things. I'm sure you'll hear all about it on your Instagram, which is at... Kyle Mar- Ver- um, verified. Uh, <laughs> at at uh, Kyle Martino. At it's Kyle funny, Martino. that's my name. Yeah. yeah. I, I decided to go with <laughs> Should that. Should have been verified. Thank you so much for being <laughs> here. Kyle, cheers, man. Yeah, thanks, guys.
Yeah, baby, we're back. Yes, wasn't that great, Kyle Martino? I, I, you know, I gotta say, I've, I've actually grown very fond of Kyle Martino. Yeah, me too. You know, when, when he was first running, we were all very suspicious as to his ideas, and then as the plan started to come out, and he started to do more, we're like, yo, this guy's like really putting in the work. Yeah, and genuine guy, very genuine. I, you know, he doesn't hide who he is. He doesn't. He, there's no falsehoods. He's like, look, here's what I am. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I think I could do. And I truly believed he thought he could win. I honestly believed it. He yeah. could win. And then it was kind of like so crushing to find out that he knew he the knew. night before. The night before, it's just like. Ah. Yeah, I wouldn't even have shown. I was shown up. I would just been mushing people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I think that the uh, interesting takeaway from that interview where he mentioned that he did lose friends because of that campaign, and I'm I'm like curious to who. Oh, right? I think we know. I think we do know. but yeah. I, I don't want to speculate. But it it look it's interesting. There's a lot of drama going on. U.S. soccer is more than just just kicking the ball around and Dome's and, right and, and, <laughs> and playing. You know, uh, you know, U.S. soccer uh, men's national team games in front of forty people. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> with very, that all paid seven hundred dollars. That, that Burhalter is <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> you know, right now U.S. soccer is like, why don't we just make each ticket really expensive so that when only a few people show up, we still make the money we're supposed to. Um, really. So it's interesting. Uh, Kyle, Kyle, uh, he he gave us all real, real conversation. You know yeah, what I mean? And that's yeah. what I like about him. And that's why we're happy to have him on. And, uh, you know, it's a real shame you didn't win, bud. But uh, it is what it is. You've been on our you, show, so it's kind of like you won. Exactly. You, know? you won our hearts. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so let us know what you thought of the Cobb Martino interview, if there was anything that, that st- stuck out to you. Uh, just, you know, the, the, we we all take different things from the interview. You know, th- th- that was the thing that, that stood out to me. Maybe it's something different for you. Just like the way people uh, listen to the Kevin Payne. I love that. People were, like, finding different things. That they, they were, like, a lot of people agreed, too. A lot of people agreed. A lot of people hated him, but they hated him for different reasons, yeah. which is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah, that's what we want for our guests. <laughs> guests is for you guys to hate them all for different reasons <laughs> okay it shows the diversity of hatred yeah of course yeah our cooligans fans aren't a one thought <laughs> okay it's not groupthink. yeah no not at all <laughs> all right you better you better be unique in your hatred. oh the vitriol is different from every angle <laughs> so thank you again uh for listening to that interview thanks for, uh, for listening to the show we always appreciate it uh this uh i, I can't stress the next couple months I, i'm excited about the um, this mls season the, the cooligans 2019 season is oh, going to be absolutely sick man We're epic g- dude a lot, lot of fun it's, it's more it's condensed like the mls season you yeah, know it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> single podcast elimination <laughs> <laughs> so uh and just a reminder uh uh, uh daryl grove of total soccer show his uh his GoFundMe is just just right under um the the goal of a hundred thousand dollars. So yeah, get help him get to that. That we, would be we, great. So uh it's uh just we still have it as our Instagram link. Um uh just because uh, we're Team Daryl forever. That's right. So just go to our Instagram page and click on the link and feel free to donate. It's very very close to a hundred thousand. Uh, and if it, you can't donate, just share it. Exactly. So the. Uh, just an update on Daryl. Daryl did, uh, if you don't know, he did have. Uh, Are we supposed to say? Yeah, he had yeah, a sur- yeah. his surgery. He successfully had surgery. Yeah, and he's uh, he's you know recovering. He's getting he's getting, yeah. be- he's getting better, and he has to next up is chemo and uh, things like that. So, uh, we're, but we're happy to know that the surgery went well. Uh, and and you know we're just optimistic. And he's a tough son of a bitch. He's going to be here for a while. Yeah, that's what I'm happy about. Yeah, it's it's weird to call somebody who has cancer a son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, but I said he's a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> so like that's a good thing. So it's good. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's how, that's how Alexis shows love. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna say something nice. Yeah. What am I? You know? I'm not a weak son of a bitch. No, he's a he's a, he's a tough dude. We're very happy to you know have him uh, be a friend of ours and a colleague of ours in this podcast. 
podcasting community. And also, if you live in the New England area, we will be at uh, Rhode Island Country, Country Club. Club. Uh, March. Rhode Island Country Club. Oh, we're bringing our monocles. <laughs> you know, we're going to look like that emoji. Like, excuse me? <laughs> Are you serving me frozen chicken? Mm, well, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be there uh, March 29th. March 29th. Project Goal. It is a, a, a fundraiser uh, that's open to the public. You can go to projectgoal.org uh, to get tickets. And they get kids from the hood more involved in soccer, and uh, their education is a big part of it as well. So, I mean, those are two things that uh, Christian and I are very, very passionate about. So, we're more than happy to be out there. If you want to come hang out with us, get a ticket to the Project Goal. You know, the money's going to a good, um, to a good, uh, you know, occasion. What is it? A good, good cause. A good cause. I think is the word <laughs> I should have used there. Uh, it's going to go. To, it's going. To, it's definitely going to be a good occasion. But it's going to go to a good cause. Come hang out. There's going to be some big names from uh, New England Revolution, present and past. Okay. It's going to be dope. You, I, I, I heard president past. Well, present <laughs> and past. There you uh, go. At least past. We know that for sure. Maybe not present, but we, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, okay. So uh, we, all right. So that's it. That's the end yeah. of the show. Thank you again uh, for listening. Hope you had a good time. Hope you laughed a whole bunch. Yeah. Because uh, that's all. We, we talk over each other and we laugh a lot. Yeah. So I hope <laughs> you didn't also hate this. I like to think that she listens to every episode and she's like, another terrible episode. <laughs> they talked over each other. So uh, thank you again for listening. My yes. name is is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!